It's time for Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game is sponsored by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow. Doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. SPAF Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico. Palette One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow. Taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It. The parts you need when you need them. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. By Widden McLean Funeral Home. Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Now, let's join our broadcast crew for Yellow Jacket Football. Good evening and welcome to the opening round of the high school football playoffs. Tonight, the Bartow Yellow Jackets square off against the Winter Haven Blue Devils in the Class 4S Regional Quarterfinals at Victory Field on the campus of Southeastern University in Lakeland. With Bruce and Andy Edmond, Mike Ayers, I'm Jeff Thornburg. Thank you so much for joining us. Tonight's game is a Week 6 rematch where Bartow blocked a game-tying extra point kick in overtime to seal a 20-19 victory for the Yellow Jackets. Well, since that game on that last Friday in September, these two teams have traveled in, well, opposite directions. Winter Haven's last loss was to Bartow, and Bartow's last win was against the Winter Haven Blue Devils. Winter Haven riding a five-game winning streak, moving up the state rankings and capturing the district championship. Meanwhile, Bartow has struggled, losing four straight games and uh, scoring only one touchdown in the last four of those games. And Bruce, I guess struggling is probably the best word I could say. Yeah, it's it's been pretty ugly. I mean, if it wasn't for our defense, uh, I don't know if we'd have any uh, semblance of a of a of a team right now. The it, it started when Valentine got suspended, and and it just got chaotic from there. You know, our little backup quarterback got hurt, and then um, they brought in uh, they brought up the uh, the young gentleman from the JV and. Oh my! He he only had to face Lakeland, yeah, and that was really tough. And then the brought the kid in from uh, from Victory, and uh, he showed a lot of talent and everything, but he's still a little green when it comes to to game preparation. So they got Valentine back, and and uh, we were unable to to do hardly anything against Lake Wells. We did get the lead last week uh, with a, with a field goal, but uh, then a couple of of uh, plays went Lake Wales way and the next thing you know where it was a 20 like a 26-3 game something like that but um, you know it's it's a whole it, everything starts new tonight everybody's zero and zero starting tonight you win you go home or you lose you go home you win you keep going and um, this is a great opportunity for this uh, Bartow Yellow Jacket offense to to find that momentum they had in the first six games and to uh, and to put on a show and let's uh, beat Winter Haven. And, and Mike, uh, we don't have to talk about field conditions. We can uh, just talk about the field. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you couldn't – I mean, we've played in so much uh, adversity through the fields that we've been on this year. And you come up here to Southeastern University and you walk up here and it's a turf field. So you're exactly right. We don't have to worry about dirt. We don't have to worry about spots where there's no grass. We, I mean, it's, it's perfect all the way across. And if you've never been to Victory Field, I encourage you to come up the next time Southeastern uh, plays a game. Andy, this is, these are just ideal conditions. This is a beautiful facility. This is. I, I've, um, 
both sides of the field and it's very clean they take really good care of it uh the lighting's perfect uh got play clocks at the end of both fields it's just gonna it's it's really really nice out here you know and, and another neat thing about this being the southeastern university firefield when southeastern scores they have two big huge propane cannons on the south end zone up there on top of the uh like where the concession stands at and when they score those cannons just shoot flames i bet they're probably 15 20 feet in the air oh my goodness they need to let me light one of those <laughs> that would be dangerous <laughs> and this field does run north and south here at uh, southeastern university uh just off north of crystal lake drive in uh, laken getting ready for tonight's action between the Yellow Jackets and the Winter Haven Blue Devils. This is the uh, the playoffs, as Bruce mentioned, Class 4S Regional Quarterfinal uh, between the Winter Haven Blue Devils, who are seeded number four, and the Bartow Yellow Jackets, who are seeded number five. So it's a four-versus-five matchup in the, in the seeding. Uh, Winter Haven is the home team tonight. They won the district t- championship based on the rankings that came out uh, on Sunday, and Bartow would be, uh, like I said, the fifth seed. So, Bruce, we're, this is going to be a good ball game, I think. I think so. I mean, defensively, we match up with anybody, and our our defensive line has they have just they have held us together all year. They've been they've been the glue that has held everything together. Uh, Stanley will be back tonight, uh, a really good linebacker. Uh, so him and Clark uh, at the linebacker spot. And then the, the defensive backfield has played pretty well. Uh, uh, several picks. I mean, uh, Hampton's had, what, three picks in the last uh, three games. And uh, so it we're capable on defense. We just got to start putting some, some things together on offense. Roll Valentine out. Uh, get him in a run-pass option, maybe put a flood zone with a couple of uh, receivers, one deep, one middle, one and, and one uh, shallow, and give him some options to play with. And uh, then, we, then we try to run the football off of the, run, off of the pass. One thing we saw last week against Lake Wales, we saw a lot of pre-snap motion, resetting, shifting of the offense. That was brand new to us, seeing it out of the Yellow Jackets. And I think we might see some more of that and even some more stuff. Coach, earlier this week, talked about maybe putting some new things into the offense. So we're looking forward to seeing what all that is and try to get this offense going again. Yeah, I'm very excited about this football game. We we do have the win. Uh, it was a kind of a miracle-type thing uh, that we did win the game. But we won the football game, and that gives these kids a lot of momentum. They they, they know they can beat this team, and Winter Haven might be out for a little bit of a wrench, but they're not a team that is a, you know, a, I don't think they're going to blow a bunch of people out, and I think our defense is more than capable enough of, of keeping them, you know, uh, at bay. So I, I look forward to a very good football game tonight. One thing I just noticed on the scoreboard, it says the uh, Storm is playing the Eagles. Well, maybe that's why that Eagle was in the stands I, I a while so. ago. Yeah. I guess so. All righty. Well, we're going to continue with our pregame show here. When we come back, we'll take a look at the final standings in the Stratton selections, and we'll make our postseason picks for the uh, games going on this week. You don't want to miss it. Stand by. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Football Regional Quarterfinal on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford, and the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. 
Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. Tonight taking on the Winter Haven Blue Devils in the regional quarterfinal. We are live at Southeastern University's Victory Field in Lakeland. And we probably should mention real quick before we get to our Stratton selections why we are here and why we're not in Winter Haven playing this game. And that's simply because Winter Haven, uh, the football stadium or the, the, the field over there is going over going some construction. Uh, they're getting a turf field put in mm-hmm. at Denison Stadium. And I guess, uh, Bruce, you know all about this, the construction contracts and when they want to start. They start no matter what, and that's what's going on right now. That's why we're here. Yeah, these things are going uh, – they're being built left and right. They'll, they'll take over the state at some point, and I think they need to because they pay for themselves after a certain period of time with all the transplanting and everything else that you have to do. They'll pay for themselves. And uh, I think within uh, 10 years, every school in, in the state will have a, have a turf field. So there, that answers the question if you're wondering why, why are we playing this here tonight. There's the answer. All righty, Stratton Selections, uh, we are done for the year. And congratulate, oh, Andy, I'm sorry, uh, fourth place, 79 and 28. Andy, you were 74% throughout the year. That's pretty good. Bruce and Mike, you tied for second at 75%, 80 and 27. And I don't know how this happened. Uh, I'm, I'm always in the last place, but 82 and 25 for Jeff. Wow. 77%. Did you count it right? I'm, I'm, I might need to check my math. He's a big gambler. At the end of the year, we'll do an audit and see what happened. He's a a big that, that was that Lake Wells math, wasn't it, Jeff? That's that Highlander math. Then yeah. you got to go check it. i got to go check it. All right, here we go. Uh, let's take a look at some games going on. Oh, first, Bruce, um, Coach Peavy, uh, Mulberry Panthers played last night. Well, of a game, yeah. from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they lost. They lost to Bishop Verreau forty-two. Excuse me, forty-seven to six last night. So the Panthers are done. They finished the year at seven and four for the year. All righty, games going on tonight. Let's do a little pickums here. Sarasota Booker. They are number seven seed, six and four on the year. They're in Fort Meade tonight to take on the Miners. Mike, what do you think about that one? Man, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to jump on that Fort Meade train this week because I don't think Sarasota is going to be able to bring enough. I agree. Yeah, I think you got to go that way. Once it once it becomes this time, unless it's Jenkins, uh, you, you pretty much uh, got to pull for the Polk County teams. Andy, you're picking Fort Meade as well. Now, the winner of that game will play the winner of this game in that classification. Uh, number six, Frostproof Bulldogs. They're six and three. They're on the road at Lemon Bay to take on the Lemon Bay Manta Rays, who are 9-1. and one. They're the third seed in that classification. Oof. Andy, what do you think about that one? I'm going to have to go with the Manta Rays. <laughs> so much for that Polk County stuff. Uh, I I agree. I, I, you know, the winner's got to take on Fort Meade. Uh, and uh, we were kind of hoping for another Fort Meade frostproof matchup, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to take the, the Bulldogs. I think they're just itching to get back to uh, Frank S. Battlefield to take on the the the, uh, the Miners. I hope they don't look past the Rays. They might, but I'm I'm going with Frostproof. 
Mike? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with you there because I think Frostproof wants that rematch with Fort Meade. So I think they're going to take something a little bit different to Lemon Bay this week, and I think they're going to bring home that victory tonight. All right, let's move up to Class uh, 3S, the uh, Newport Ritchie Golf Buccaneers. And, and let's not get Mike started on the Buccaneers this week, but they're number seven. They're, they're at Legion Field tonight to take on the Lake Wales Highlanders, who are 10-0, 24-game winning streak and all that good stuff. I don't see anybody stopping the Highlanders. No, that's, yeah. that's a very good football team. We played last week. Well, well and if the, if the well. Buccaneers' name carries them, I'm definitely not going with the Bucks this week. <laughs> it's a whole thing with Mike. Don't get him started. Okay. Uh, the winner of that game, the Highlanders and the Buccaneers will take on the winner between Auburndale and Leesburg. Auburndale, number six. They're 7-3 and three on the year. Uh, they suffered a big loss last week to Winter Haven. But they travel to Leesburg to take on the Yellow Jackets, who are 9-1. and one. What do you think there, Bruce? I'm going with Leesburg. Uh, I think uh, Auburndale may have, may have peaked. Uh, too early in the season, and and now they're on a downslide. I'm picking anything but the Yellow Jacket. So yes, Leesburg. Andy, I'm going with Leesburg. And Mike, oh, what happened to y'all's Polk County stuff? <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't pulled for them. I'm just we're just talking about wins and losses here. Uh, I'm going with Leesburg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, wins and losses. The uh, the winner of our game tonight between Bartow and Winter Haven will face the winner between this matchup, and it is the Mitchell Mustangs, a team from Newport Ritchie. They are the eighth seed. They're six and four on the year. They're taking on the number one seed, and that is the Lake uh, Lakeland Dreadnoughts at seven and three. And the winner of this game tonight plays the winner of that game. Lakeland's got a tough battle ahead of them. You know, they've got like nine or ten players suspended for a couple of games, and uh, I don't know if these were backup players. I don't know if they were starters or whatever, but if they were starters, Lakeland is a very beatable team this year, and they will not win the state. I know that much, but I don't think they'll lose against a 6-4 and four team. Mike? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Even though they lose that many players, I mean, if they put if they get at least 200 yards in penalties, they win. I think we're all Andy. <laughs> You're picking the dreadnoughts too, Andy. Yeah, me too as well. Yep. Uh, and and Mike got some new information just a moment ago on that uh, suspension of all those Lakeland players. Mike, that's actually two weeks. Yeah, that's what I heard. I, I heard it was two weeks. Now I was really kind of shocked about the two week situation, but that's that's going to be wild because if that happens and Lakeland wins tonight, and let's say Barto pulls out a win tonight, then we can see Lakeland next week. Minus a few of their players, yeah. Yeah, minus a few of their players. All right, the final game is the Haines City Hornets. Uh, they're at 6-4. and four. They're the seventh seed. And, uh, Bruce, they're taking that trip we took last year up to Lake Mineola to take on the Hawks, a very beautiful campus up there in Lake Mineola. Uh, the Hawks are 7-3. and three. They're the number two seed. Uh, they're at home to take on the Haines City Hornets. What do you think, Mike? Uh, Haines City can't travel to Mineola and not get beat. I agree with that. Mike's picking the Hornets. I don't know if Haines City can win on a decent field. So um, no, I said not get beat. Oh, Mike's picking Miniola. Miniola. That team's tough. What do you think, Andy? Miniola. Andy's picking Miniola, and Bruce's as well. Correct. Correct. Okay. So there you go. That is our Stratton selections. And by the way, for all of our uh, fans of Lakeland Christian uh, and Victory Christian, both of those teams do not play this week. They'll play next Friday night to open their playoffs when Lakeland Christian will visit Sarasota Cardinal Mooney and Victory Christian will play Zephyr Hills Christian. That's next Friday night, November the 17th. There you go. I want to give a shout-out to Pat Pittman, our announcer, our Bartow announcer. Uh, he said uh, hello and David Music and, and also 
also our buddy Coach PV. He's he's crying because of the Mulberry score. That's going to wrap up our Stratton selections uh, for another year. Um, when we come back, Coach comments. We'll hear from Coach uh, Tyler Eden before tonight's contest. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Once again, we are joined by Yellow Jacket head coach uh, Tyler Eden. Coach Eden, uh, regular season is over. The Yellow Jackets finished 6-4. Uh, and four. On to the playoffs now where we are what? Zero and zero. Zero and zero, that's so right. We're starting a brand new season. We're on the road. Uh, we, tonight we're going to play the Winter Haven Blue Devils. Boy, that was an exciting game back in week six. Went into overtime with the Blue Devils. Um, Jackets ready? Yeah. You know, I mean, um, first off, just glory to God. It's a great opportunity to be in the postseason. You know, not everybody gets this chance. And so for our boys, I'm, I'm thrilled for them that they get an opportunity to play in postseason football. And so, yeah, I think, you know, we've had a good week of practice. I thought last week, I mean, against the defending state champ, uh, I thought we did some really good things. And we started looking like we were, you know, there's there's signs that we're moving in the right direction. Um, you know, eight minutes left in the game and it just the wheels fell off a bit. But, um, but I feel good about, you know, just the direction that we're moving in. I think these boys are all hands on deck and and so, you know, hopefully we're able to uh, get get after it tonight and get a win. That's all that matters. You know, we just need to win one game at a time. And so every single week we're just focused on winning. We said we've kind of restructured our goals. Our only goal is to win and to do it as a team. We Are, are we uh, looking good on the injury? Do we get Stanley back this week? We do, yeah. So he'll be back this week. Um, and we get Jeremiah Martin back. So uh, we thought we might have lost him. And so he's actually okay. He's good to go. Yeah, it was a little scary moment with Jeremiah yeah. being uh, escorted off the field, eventually taken to the hospital, I believe, yeah, for, yes, for looking at it. But he's, he's good to go. Yes, sir. He's good to go. And we're going to have K.J. back at quarterback tonight? Yes, sir. We will. So, uh, And I know the the defense has been the A-plus squad this year no on doubt. the field, and we need to get that offense rolling with, with K.J. and, and uh, Taylor. Get some other people involved. Thomas. We'd love to see Thomas back with the ball again. Yeah. What in this week's prep for the Winter Haven Blue Devils? Uh, they've already seen you once this year, so have you got something new for the Devils? We do, yeah. I mean, we've, we've got something new, something old, but... It, uh you know, I think the big thing is when it comes to postseason play, uh, it's really all about players. You know, you want to make sure your best players have the opportunity to impact the game to the highest degree. And uh, and so tonight we will certainly be doing that um, as much as possible. Um, and so, yeah, we have we've we've created some some things and, and, and been working some things this week. And and like I say, it's all hands on deck. There is no defense, offense, special teams, just jacket football all night. Best players on the you know, best opportunity to win and, and put the ball in the guy in the hands of the guys that that have, uh, can make those plays, and so we, we trust that we're going to get that done. And with some construction going on at Winter Haven High School back at uh, Denison Stadium, kind of forced this game to be played at a neutral site, but uh, Southeastern University, nothing wrong with playing there, and like you said, we'll play anywhere. Let's That's get, right. Let's just go. That's right. You know, we have good success. My my first game is a yellow jacket. Uh, we, we won at Southeastern uh, in the spring game, so uh, beautiful stadium, beautiful venue. Um, 
and uh, and we certainly are excited for the opportunity to play there. And game is at 8 p.m. tonight, and so uh, a little bit of a, of a change with that too. But again, you know, that's what this all comes down to: play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And 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 I think you know we certainly have played in plenty of games that have tested us and pushed us, and uh, and so I'm excited. I think that's going to benefit us greatly tonight. Did uh, any uh, any uh, junior jackets come up tonight to join the varsity squad? No, we 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 kind of you know had made those changes after the Kathleen JV game because we had already kind of gotten through um, to that point, and uh, so we don't have any any new additions this week. Well, coach, good luck tonight. All right, well, before we leave you though, we do got a couple picks. Big Ten country, you you're very familiar with Big Ten country, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Oh yeah, um, Michigan and Penn State play tonight uh, happy valley over beaver stadium uh, what do you think about that one well <laughs> if uh <laughs> it depends you know if, if if what's the guy's been stealing signs names i can't think of his name but hey if he's on his game they'll win michigan will win oh if he's goodness. not penn state will win so uh <laughs> i think i think um regardless i think michigan gets the victory um they're a really good team um but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. It's always tough to win theirs, but I think Michigan gets, gets it done. All right, and again, number two, we'll stay in the, in the SEC for this one. Georgia and Ole Miss, they're in Athens tonight for this ball game. Okay. Or Saturday night. I was going to say, that makes all the difference. If they were in Ole Miss, I was going to pick Ole Miss. But since they're at Georgia, I'm going to stick with the front runner. I say Georgia. So I got one road team in Michigan winning, one home team in Georgia winning. I think that those two teams survive. They stay uh, just slightly behind my first rank Buckeyes. There you go. Right? They're still number one, right? They're, they're still number one. Okay, good. Well, let's <laughs> keep it that way. <laughs> no no surprises from them. Okay, real quick, bonus pick, bonus pick. We're going to stay in the state of Florida, the Miami Hurricanes and the Florida State Seminoles. Where's the game at? It's at FSU. Oh, okay, so here we go. Dope Campbell Stadium. So, listen, I like Florida State. Okay, I think they're a really good team. But, man, this is a rivalry game, and crazy things can happen. They can indeed. And the Hurricanes are, you know, they are well coached, even though they've had their struggles. Sentimental for you, the yeah, Hurricanes. Because I played on the Hurricanes, the little league team. But, <laughs> but, not I so just fast. don't <laughs> think Miami has enough to beat this Florida State team at home this year. Uh, if Florida State's going to lose, I'm going to give you a bonus, bonus pick. It's going to be to the Gators and the Swamp at night. That's the only place I see them losing this year in the regular season. I got Florida State winning by two touchdowns. Very good. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Kickoff is coming up between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Winter Haven Blue Devils. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Football Regional Quarterfinal on WBF. And we're ready for kickoff of tonight's ball game. Mike, real quick, coin toss was won by? Bartow, and they deferred. So that'll put Winter Haven on offense first. Bartow tonight with their orange pants, the white jerseys and their orange helmets for the Winter Haven Blue Devils, white pants and the uh, navy dark blue jerseys, and, of course, the dark blue navy uh, helmets as well. We're ready to get this ball game underway, the regional quarterfinal between the Yellow Jackets and the Blue Devils. Mullis has it all teed up at the 40-yard line, and we're ready to get this ball game underway. The Yellow Jackets and the Winter Haven Blue Devils. There goes the kick. Sails down to right about the 10-yard line, and it's returnable at the 15. They are going to reverse it, and they run right into a yellow jacket, and he's brought down at the 17-yard line. Ran right into Murray. That's kind of the wrong guy you want to be running into uh, in the open field. I mean, he handed off, and Murray was just standing right there and broke down in a beautiful uh, form tackle. 
Yeah, that, they, they read that right from the beginning. They uh, Two of the Bartow defenders uh, were just standing right there waiting for that to happen. And that's where you're taught all year long. You stay in your lane, you stay in your lane, and, and they, those guys stayed in their lane, and their little trick play didn't work. First and ten for the winner. Haven Blue Devils at their own 18-yard line. The quarterback is the junior. Where's number 16, John Katosh, and a six-foot-tall junior at quarterback. He's going to start in the shotgun and put one man in motion. Jackets showing some pressure. Here's the snap. It's going to be a handoff, and he runs right into big number 31, Stanley, who's back in the ball game uh, tonight after a couple weeks off. Yeah, Stanley, uh, the first play of the game, he was getting upfield. He actually got pushed back just a hair, but was able to gather his feet and get control of the running back. No gain. What well, may have been a yard. It looks like they're giving. They're going to give him one. It'll be second and nine. But boys, it's good to see big number thirty-one in that linebacker position for the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, Jackson did a good job uh, in in the backup role. But it's, we need thirty-one and nineteen in that uh, those linebacker spots. Second and nine for the Blue Devils from their own nineteen-yard line. Tosh, here's the snap, and again a handoff right up the middle. He stretched to the line of scrimmage, falls forward across the twenty to the twenty-two. And again, that was Stanley. He was coming on a blitz, and he grabbed him by uh, the foot or the leg, and that had him stumbling, and he only gets about four yards. Spotted at third and five. Winter Haven at their own 23-yard line. Quarterback now will go in the shotgun. He's got two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. I'm going to put one of those receivers in motion. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. He does to the motion man. He's complete. He's going to have a first down and brought out of bounds over the 30-yard line. Irvin on the catch. That was a pretty good block on Williams out there, Mike. Uh, The receiver looked like he did a good job of not holding and and just had a good block on Williams out there. Yeah, and Williams kind of had his hands on the inside, so what looked like it might have been a hold, he, he was up on the inside of that. What Williams has got to do, he's got to throw him out of the way. Exactly. First and 10 here for the Blue Devils at their own 29-yard line. We're just underway here at Victory Field between the Yellow Jackets and the Blue Devils. No score in the ballgame. This is the opening drive. Winter Haven now was in three receivers on the near side of the field. Here's the snap. It's over his head. It's going all the way around. He picks it up. The quarterback still has it. He's surrounded by four jackets. He's going to be knocked down at the 20-yard line. Murray came flying in from the safety spot once he saw the ball go over his head. And just like on the kickoff, he breaks down in perfect. His his body's in perfect position. To, if he tries to go left or right, Murray can go with him, and he just cleaned him up. Well, they're going to lose a lot all the way back to the 21-yard line. It's going to be second down and about 18 for the for the Devils. Two receivers left, two receivers on the right. Jacket showing some pressure and a the flag center, on the play. The center moved. He wiggled his arm. Going to be a false start against the Blue Devils. So the drive where Winter Haven got a first down, now with a sack, and now with a penalty backs him up where it's going to be second down and 23. Inside the 15 to the 14-yard line, they're going to spot it. Now they'll readjust it to the to the 16-yard line. That's a long ways for a first down. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right for Winter Haven. Kotasha in the shotgun. Again, Jacket showing some pressure. Here they come. He wants to throw. He does down the field looking for a receiver. He throws it over his head. He tried to get a hold of Farlow. Yeah, that was a really good job by Hampton. They were they were doing a little hand uh, 
fighting back and forth, but it was it was both guys, and both guys were looking for the football, so no no flag on that, and it was thrown about eight ten yards over his head too. Our radio booth is located here at Firefield. We're on the north end of the press box, right next to us are the Bartow coaches, and uh, they're very animated next to us. So that's uh, yeah. going to be interesting to watch all night long uh, playing on the defense. All right, here we go. Third and twenty three for the Blue Devils. 9-16 left here in the first quarter. No score. Here's the snap in the shotgun. Katosh throws across the middle, and it's going to be all oh, excellent play. That was Williams. Jadon Williams read the quarterback eyes, Bruce. He really did. That was that was such a beautiful play. It's just how you draw it up. They had two deep safeties that time in which they needed to do. They're playing right at the 39-yard line, and that's where the first down will be. And so they're reading everything in front of them. Williams just runs up, and, and if you just uh, – split second faster he's probably got a touchdown that's going to put winter haven in punt formation sorry mike yes sir by the way something i've just been thinking about when you see these two teams on the field if you remember about three years ago we lost to the district championship to these guys on winter haven field where they took the ball off of one of our players chest i still re- i still can see that play yep. that, oh. was, that was monsoon that we were playing in here is the punt Gets down about the 45-yard line. Jackets will clear out of the way. It rolls to the 49-yard line. So the Jackets will have excellent starting position in Winter Haven territory at the 49-yard line. Great job by the defense. Uh, good good blitz calling at, at the proper time. Stanley uh, seems to be 100%, and that's a good thing for Bartow. Rights to the broadcast of this regional quarterfinal game in the 2023 FHSAA Class 4S Football Championship have been granted to WWBF Bartow by the Florida High School Athletic Association and is intended solely for the enjoyment of our listening audience. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or the use of this broadcast without the express written consent of the Florida High School Athletic Association is prohibited. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Everybody in tight, little pre-snap motion like we saw last week against Lake Wales. Here's the snap. Second man through, Jadon Williams, and he plows forward right behind Quavion Bird. He gets five yards. Yeah, they had it They had it stacked on both sides, uh, and a lot of just a, makes a massive offensive line, and Williams able to get uh, three positive yards. And when Jacket's showing some tempo, they're back at the line of scrimmage. Second down. This time, uh, Valentine will go in the shotgun. It'll be a straight quarterback keeper. He tries to run around the corner. He gets a good block from Williams, and he's going to be very close to a first down. Should be right at the line. Uh, Looks like they're going to give him about the 38. Yeah, it's going to be a first down easy. Okay. And I I really like this. They're they're running that uh, big offensive line, uh, real tight formation, and that's drawing those safeties in. And eventually you'll see somebody release. Uh, off the tight end spot and go downfield. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets now at the Winter Haven 38-yard line. No score in the ballgame. 8.25 left here in the first quarter. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. He's counting players, and we're missing somebody. Thomas will quickly run onto the field. Now we got 11. K.J. Valentine, empty backfield. They're going to put Rabbit in motion. They're going to hand it to Galva, try to turn the corner. He breaks one tackle. Galva up the middle, and Galva with a nice run to the 30-yard line. That was a beautiful, beautiful job by Galva. He was stopped in the backfield, and he was able to fight off the arm tackle by turning his body, and then with that speed, I mean, in two or three steps, he's eight yards down the field, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And you see Barto. I mean, they just – 
we saw that Bartow team that we were used to watching play last week against Lake Wells, and that's what I was talking to one of the coaches earlier today. If we could, if we get that defense and that offense to show that we had last week, there should be no reason why Bartow can't win this game tonight. Boy, Bartow's having all kinds of trouble with personnel uh, problems. They got to call a timeout. Yeah, got something he had else. One that, guy to beat on that on that last run, and if he'd have broke past that one, it was six points. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you guys can see it from over there. But the Bartow side is sold out, guys. The Bartow side is from our vantage, but it's full. It yeah. is full. Yes, it is. Uh, they've got, matter of fact, I just talked to some folks that I know standing on the sideline. I was like, well, you guys standing for? It? I said, look at the stands. There's nowhere to sit. Yeah, and also uh, there's there's a few uh, Jacket fans on this side too, Mike. Yeah, so. we saw those. I can see the orange in the stands over there. And we have our world champion cheerleaders down there on the field too. We do, but, you know, this sideline, so here at Southeastern, there's really not much of a sideline here. You might have 10 yards, and uh, you don't even have 10 yards, believe it or not. I mean, so when you put cheerleaders all the way in the north end down there, because there's really nowhere else for them to be. Right? Yeah, and the other thing is you got you need to have somebody watching to protect them, too, because if somebody goes out of bounds, they can take out a lot of a lot of cheerleaders. With they, them. they are very close uh, to the field boy. of play, yeah. They got the one boy that knows how to catch the ball, though. <laughs> All righty, following the Yellow Jacket timeout, it is a second and four at the Blue Devil 31-yard line for Bartow. Again, Bartow showing some shift here, pre-snap, and it's going to put Valentine back in the shotgun. Here's the snap. It's going to be a direct snap to Williams, and he mishandled the snap, and he just has to fall on it. Yeah, they're going to lose a couple of yards on that, but Williams did the smart thing to do. I mean, he, right now, I, they're pretty close to field goal range, especially on this kind of field with no win. Um, so you don't want to take any chances right now. We should note that the field does have a 25-second clock or a play clock, but it does not seem They're to be operational. Running. They're not running yeah. it. They're not working. I was, I was looking at that before they took the time out, and I was like, Bruce, I'd almost want to have that turned off if it's not going to do anything. I agree, and, and uh, but that may come on with the scoreboard or something like that. You, you don't know. All right, following the two-yard loss, it's going to be third and five here for the Jackets. Empty backfield now for Valentine. Five receivers in the pattern. I'm going to put Williams in motion, fake it to him, toss it, and that's going to be Jason Williams, the big tight end, and he tried to run a little shovel pass in the middle, Yeah. and he gets one yard out of it. It'd be fourth and three, fourth and four. Yeah, it was something you see Mahomes do quite a bit with Kelsey, uh, and uh, we've, we've seen that little shuttle pass all over the NFL, and you see it in college. It was actually part of the triple option back when Urban Meyer was back uh, uh, all the way back at Utah, but... Um, uh, that one didn't work. Maybe got a yard out of it, and we'll see if uh, they go for it here. Kind of in no man's land between yeah. field goal range and uh, so it's fourth down. They're going to keep the offense on the field. It's fourth and about four for the Yellow Jackets. Three oh. receivers on the far side, two on the near side. Empty backfield for K.J. Valentine, the quarterback. He wears number 15, the senior. Looks over the sideline. Play clock is counting down. We can see the referee, and there's your timeout taken by the Yellow Jackets, their second one of this opening drive. Yeah, a lot of time being taken by Bartow. It yeah, just... and that, that's the new formations and stuff, Mike. It's the personnel. Uh, you know, you you this is only the second week they've been doing that. You, you normally call out a color or a name for the formation, and those 11 kids are supposed to recognize that, and they're not. And that gets you behind the eight ball. And uh, we're blowing timeouts like we had to do against Lake Wales last week. Right, yeah. I mean, and you see the official, the back judge, he's 
several times. He started that countdown. So it's, I mean, we're using a lot of time. Proud to be Bartow's Air Conditioning Company. It is Citrus Air Conditioning, complete service for your home office with such great care. It must be our friends at Citrus Air. Give them a call, 534-1171. Following the timeout, Bartow will bring on the punt formation. K.J. Valentine will drop back. High snap. He went up and got it. Here's the kick. And it's going to sail over his head, bounce at the five. Oh, and it trickles into the end zone. Oh, he picked the wrong time to kick a great punt. Well, and I don't understand. Bartow was there. He could have run under it and caught it. It's going to be a touchback, and 20-yard line is where winner Raven will take over first and 10. <laughs> K.J. looked like he was hurried, and he had to get it off, so he nailed it. Yeah. I mean, that ball was way in the air. Uh, it, it took a, a pretty very good athlete to be able to go get that football. Yeah, and that's what, that's what Coach was saying. You were there. You could have caught that. You could have caught that. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. We'll take it as well. 547 left here in the first. No score between Bartow and Winter Haven. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Quarterfinal on WBF. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Brandon Wondro inviting you to visit any or all of our five locations and see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Welcome back to Southeastern University. Tonight's matchup, the Winter Haven Blue Devils and the Bartow Yellow Jackets. Winter Haven with their second possession of the ball game. Handoff up the middle, and they run into four or five jackets. They're going to maybe lose one or at least get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they picked the wrong guy to run into. They ran into number 98, uh, Quavion Bird, and, and that's, that's like running into a tree stump. Bird on that uh, defensive line along with Davis, Martin, and... Uh, uh, Mikey Bruce. on Bryce. Bruce sets up a second and ten here for the Blue Devils. I don't know sit. why I remember his name so well. <laughs> Bruce. Three receivers on the far side. A single receiver on the near side for the quarterback. Tosh, here's the snap. He's going to hand off, running back up the middle. He's got a little daylight now. Gets into the secondary a little bit. Linebackers will stop him at the 25. Yeah, and, and that was uh, Martin that uh, grabbed him from behind and kind of kind of just drove him down like like you like the old cowboys had headlock on yeah. <laughs> it's going to be third and a long four here for the blue devils two receivers left two receivers to the right quarterback in the shotgun here and the, now they're going to flank out the wide the running back so now there's empty backfield. Here's the snap. They want to set up a little wide receiver screen. The pass is going to be caught by number four, oh. and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 29. Barlow on the reception. Yeah, that was a great hit by uh, Jihad Brown, and he didn't wrap him up. If he wraps him up, he keeps him short of the first down. And you you just – it's a beautiful hit with the shoulder, but if you don't wrap up on these guys, man, these guys are good athletes, and they're going to bounce off. Yeah, that first down was maybe the length of the ball, guys. Yeah, it was very close. Very close. 
First and ten for the Blue Devils at their own 30-yard line. No score in the ballgame. That's the one thing about these turf fields, though, Mike. There's no question you can look right down the line and see them. Handoff again, up the middle, goes the running back. He got a little daylight this time, and that is number seven, and that is um, what, Scappy. Williams. I think I saw a flag come in, guys. Did I? I don't see one. Maybe some tape on the 35. Was it yours? <laughs> no, the, uh, one guy's got yellow uh, socks, uh, Mike. Maybe that was it. Maybe uh, that just kind of flickered off your eye or something. Second and five for the Blue Devils. At their own 36. Again, the running play. Handoff up the middle. Same play. Scott again. He crosses the 40 to the 41. He's got a first down for Winter Haven. Yeah, just another quick off-tackle play. Uh, no hesitation whatsoever. He hit the line in a hurry and gets positive yards and back-to-back first downs for this Winter Haven team. Part to Yellow Jacket. Marching band there in the background behind Mike. First and 10, Winter Haven at their own 41-yard line. Winter Haven will send two receivers now on the far side of the field. Tosh will drop back in the shotgun. Jackets with a 4-3 defense. Here's the snap, handoff, and again, they try the same play. And he falls forward for a couple before he's brought down. Yeah, that time Bruce is the one that comes in and grabs him around the ankle. He's able to stretch out and get a get a yard and a half, but he was not going anywhere. A gain of two, make it second down and second and eight here for the Blue Devils. Winterhaven will now send three receivers on the far side of the field. Yeah, and I don't see Winterhaven going away from that until Bartow stops it. Exactly. Running back standing right, ne- right next to the quarterback for this second down play. That's where you dial up a little pressure, maybe blitz here, do a little run blitz. Here's the snap, handoff again, same play. Right up the middle he goes, and this time Quavion Bird and his friends wrap him up. Yeah, Bird, Bird got him and planted his feet. And when Bird planted his feet, once again, it's, it's a stump. And uh, he was not going anywhere from that point on. No gain. Third and, <clears throat> third and eight. For the Blue Devils, they are quickly to the line of scrimmage. Three receivers on the far side of the field. Again, a single receiver on the near side. Jacket defense, four down linemen. Here's the snap. They want to throw a little slant across the middle. It's going to be caught and complete for a first down. And they break a tackle. They get it to Myrtle. Myrtle's in the Yellow Jacket territory at the 44. Yeah, nothing nothing fancy about that. He just runs up about five yards uh, down the field and turns around Ball is a, it's a timing throw, hits him while he's making his turn, and he's able to move upfield and get the first down. First and 10 for the Blue Devils now in Yellow Jacket territory at the 40, I'll put it at the 43. In the shotgun again is the quarterback. Gotosh, here's the snap, and they're going to toss on a little jet sweep, and that is number 11. He tippy toes to the line. He's got a little nice little run here to the 40, to the 39. Check that to the 36 yard line. That was Irvin again. A little slippery. Yeah, and uh, uh, Bartow was uh, bringing a uh, a safety blitz that time, and they came from the wrong side. Those those are the things when you call a blitz uh, like that, you're you're either good or or you're not. And sometimes you're lucky and and hit it on the right side. That time they didn't. Second and three for the Blue Devils. Again, in the shotgun, here's the snap. Handoff. Again, Irvin, he falls down behind the line of scrimmage, got tripped up by Stanley, and Stanley, he gets to the 35. It'll be 
it'll be third down. Third and about two. Yeah, Winter Haven's getting positive yardage now. Uh, Bartow needs to try to get a little more penetration here. This could be the final play of the first quarter. No score in the ballgame. They might not be able to run a play. Yeah, they're not going to run it. Sportsmanship is having pride in your school, your team, and yourself. Sportsmanship is the respect for the game and those who play it. The Florida High School Athletic Association reminds you to take responsibility of good sportsmanship. Play strong, play hard, play fair. This message is provided by WBF Radio and the FHSAA. One quarter in the books, no score in the ball game. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Football Regional Quarterfinal on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourLawn.com. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years. Welcome back to Southeastern University. 78 degrees here in Lakeland. It is a third and three for the Blue Devils. Here's the snap. Handoff. Irvin tries to turn the corner. He's going to get the first down, Mike, on the far side of the field. Yes, sir. Yeah, he really he, – he has some good momentum uh, going towards the line of scrimmage, and then he just will refuses to stop moving his feet. He's a good little running back. And he's got – look at the legs. Well, he the had, legs are just gigantic. Yeah, he had a big number 77 out here leading the block for him, too. That doesn't hurt. First and 10 for the Blue Devils at the Yellow Jacket, 32-yard line. First and 10. There's no score. We're just underway here in the second quarter. Here's the snap. Handoff. And this is a new running back. Big number 22 now carries the ball, Morris. And he's going to get tripped up and falls maybe across the 30. It'll be second down in about eight. Winter Haven's not doing anything fancy. The the offensive linemen are just getting enough room to allow them to get uh, two, three yards and uh, move it down the field for first downs. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right here on the second and eight play for Winter Haven. Tosh in the uh, shotgun. Now they'll put one man in motion. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. He does toward the corner of the end zone. And it's going to be nice defensive play, knocked away by the Yellow Jackets. That was gorgeous defense. I think that's Galva. Is that Galva or is that Hampton? I don't know. Uh, It's a turn real quick. uh, It is is Hampton. Just beautiful coverage. If anything, it was a little bit of offensive uh, interference because he had had the uh, Hampton by the – the jersey on the shoulder pad, but uh, Hampton was able to get in the air and get that hand up and knock it down. Third and eight at the Yellow Jacket. 30-yard line for Winter Haven. Three receivers to the near side of the field again. Here's the snap. Handoff. Ball's on the ground. The ball is on the ground. And Bartow picks it up out of midair. The Yellow Jackets recover the fumble. Yeah, number 31 on the recover, guys. That is Stanley. Yeah, and I believe that was Bird uh, that, that knocked it out of his hands, uh, knocked it straight up in the air and tipped it 
and then another Bartow player uh, able to get on it. I don't understand this about, uh, you know, Winter Haven and a lot of football teams. They're moving the ball down the field. They're getting three, four yards a pop, and then they decide to throw the football. I, I understand the I, point of it, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He faked the pass on that one. He handed that one off. No, I'm talking about the play before. Oh, gotcha, 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 and, gotcha. And that kind of throws them off their rhythm. Yes. Gives Bartow a chance to breathe a little bit, and yes. next thing you know, we've got the football. Absolutely. First turnover of the ball game goes in favor of the uh, Jackets. The first and 10 for Bartow at their own 30-yard line. No score. We're in the second quarter here from Southeastern University. K.J. Valentine will go up under center. Here's the snap. Turn, give it to the second man through. Bounces to the outside. Galva looking for some running room. Galva's still looking. Now he'll turn upfield. And Galva turned a, turned a loss into about a four-yard game. That was a fantastic job by Galva. Uh, he could have he could have eased, and he may be a little – he might have got his bell rung. He but did. There was one player to come in here and just – it was – Instead of running around and trying to score a touchdown, he decided to tuck his head and go straight upfield and, and got four yards. Galva will stay in the ball game at the tailback position. Second down and seven, or a long six here for the Jackets. Here's the snap. Going to be a quarterback keeper. Or up the middle goes uh, Valentine. That's a good job by Valentine to get a get a few positive yards. Makes us third and very convenient. Third and about five. I do want to give a shout-out to our little redhead down there, uh, Oxley, Caitlin Oxley. She signed with the Gators this week. There were there were uh, four girls that signed. I know uh, the, the young uh, Gibson, young lady uh, Gibson, uh, she signed with, uh, uh, what is that, Indian, uh, Indian River, Indian River. Uh, State College or Community College, uh, and there was a couple others. I apologize for not remembering all the names, but so proud of uh, of those young ladies. The softball score. Yep. Timeout is going to be called by Bartow. That's our final one, and Coach Eden is on the field, and he's something wasn't set right on that play. He just didn't feel comfortable with it. Hey, the staff at Lawrence Plumbing, well, they want to extend best wishes to the Yellow Jackets here in their postseason run. Lawrence Plumbing has been serving Poe County for over 50 years. They handle both residential and commercial jobs. Lawrence Plumbing, they do the dirty work. Jeff, while we got a minute here, I'm going to do a shout-out. There's a, I have breakfast at the uh, Broadway Cafe in Bartow all the time, and I there's a couple that comes in there. And they compliment us on the show. And, and I was in there uh, yesterday, I believe it was, and they were uh, just telling me how they appreciated the show that we did and, and they got a lot out of it. They got some laughs out of it and everything. Well, that's good. And uh, it, was, it was really nice to hear them talk. They didn't want me to use their names, but <laughs> then, Bruce, they, they, they started talking about Dad. Oh, that's always a great thing. And uh, that just made my day. Absolutely. So, I thank y'all for your kind words. Third and five here for the Yellow Jackets. K.J. Valentine will roll out. He's looking to throw. He's under some pressure. Now he's going to tuck and run, and Valentine is going to get close to he's a first He's going to be short. Now they're going to give it to him. And he got whacked, guys. He took a pretty good pop on that one. Yeah, it, almost, it spun him uh, almost like a like a air, airplane propeller. They gave him the first down, and that's big for Bartow. 
First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. While we're giving shout-outs, guys, we want to say hi to Sandy Stinger, Miss Stinger. She's texted us tonight. She's listening. Unfortunately, she's uh, still in the hospital, still still there. And Miss Stinger, you know how much we care for you and appreciate all your support throughout the years. And she's listening, and she says, uh, uh, let's go, Toe. That's right. There uh, we go. Sandy is an icon, and she, she's she's known by a lot more people than, than anybody knows. And uh, we... we we're glad she's she's doing better. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at their own forty yard line. Everybody in tight. Here's a Walla Wildcott. They're going to give it to uh, Williams. There's a flag on the play. He didn't get set. Yeah, I don't think they, he would set long enough. You got to be set for a full second. But they may decline that some, since Barto only got a yard. Guys, our uh, our good buddy that always chimes in every week, Coach Garth Washington. Once again, he always says, you guys do a great job. And he says, if there's football on the radio and we're doing it, he's listening. Uh, that's that's uh, that's very kind. We appreciate that, Coach. And the uh, penalty against the Yellow Jackets for a little false start or illegal shift will back him up five yards to the 35, make it first down and 15 for Bartow. Last score we had out of Fort Meade, Sarasota Booker was in front 13 to nothing over the Miners at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, that's a surprise. Booker's always good, but uh, Fort Meade has just been pretty, really good football team this year. Here's the uh, first down play. Right up the middle goes Jadon Williams, and he struggles to get back that penalty yardage, and he does. A jacket loses its helmet. Yeah, there was a lot going on on that play, and I think some flags could have been thrown at the end of that play and weren't. And I'm, I'm, I'm probably glad that they're letting them play a little football. It wasn't too rough, um, but uh, Bartow uh, Lyman has to go out uh, uh, for one play. Second and nine for the Yellow Jackets at their own 41-yard line. That was uh, Burgess that had to go off for one play. Jadon Williams is in at quarterback, a little wildcat, as Valentine is on the sideline. Here's the snap, and they're going to give it on a jet sweep oh. to Galva. Galva turns the corner. Galva with a nice run. Galva all the way near midfield and very close to a first down. Well, I tell you what, Jason Williams, he's, he's such a big body. He doesn't look like it, but he's a huge body, and he just kept shoving that corner and shoving that corner further and further out. Here's a quarterback sneak on the uh, – First down. On the four, on the four, one, oh, oh, they're going to get a flag. They didn't get set again. Bruce, just to back up what you were saying a while ago about Sarasota Booker, um, our reporter from down there just giving us those scores back from four, he said Booker does look good. Booker's yeah. a tight team. They're always big, too. Well, speaking of surprising scores, over at Legion Field, Lake Wales is up. You don't, you would expect that, but they're up 21-14 over Gulf. Wow. In the at the at halftime, that's a halftime score. Maybe we put a little hurting on them last week. They didn't heal up as uh, well, quite as good as they needed to. So the five-yard penalty marched off against the Yellow Jackets will make it third and six for Bartow at their own forty-four-yard line. And it looks like Johnson, Blake Johnson, is the quarterback. Is that fifteen or eighteen, Mike? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. That'd be KJ Valentine, our starter. He'll take the snap. And the right hander oh. throws it and he throws it right into the belly of a winner. Even blue devil at the fifty yard line. And he's gonna return it. That is McLean. McLean into yellow jacket territory across the forty, thirty five, and now a late flag comes and in flag. He's, as he's well, brought down was, at the thirty yard line. He's gonna get a block in the back against the winner haven. That was a terrible throw by Valentine. I mean the the 
the linebacker was in front yeah. of the receiver when he released the ball. And uh, I think he'd like to have that one back. Yeah, that's like a perfect pass to, to Winter Haven there to the defender. The referees are discussing this. It does look like a block in the back on the return against Winter Haven, so this will uh, back them up. Another scoreboard, Leesburg 14 and Auburndale 13. That's a halftime score. That should be a spot foul, too. I mean, they need to go from where the – yeah, they are. They're going from where the penalty. Lemon Bay is leading Frostproof 19 to nothing. And Lakeland over Mitchell 14 to 10. Uh So we got some close games here to kick off our playoffs across Polk County tonight. They decided to place the ball at the 40-yard line, so first and 10 winner Haven from the Yellow Jacket 40-yard line. Both teams with turnovers now. Twins left, twins right in the shotgun. Katosh takes it. He'll fake the handoff. Quarterback keeper runs it around right side. He's got a little daylight. He's going to get about eight <laughs> yards. Yeah, that was a good uh, tackle by Murray. He comes off the block, and if he doesn't get him, he may score on that play right there, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And but you know, watching his quarterback, he doesn't look that fast. I mean, he's he's good at what he does, but when he's in out in the open like that, he just he's not moving that fast. Yeah, we had a guy named Lynn Johnson who didn't look all that fast, and when he turned the corner, he could flat get it done. Second and one for the Blue Devils at the Bartow 31-yard line. Here's the snap. Handoff is Irving. Irving crosses the line. He's going to have a first down near the 25 for Winter Haven. First 10. He just crawled over a couple defensive players. You're exactly right, Andy. I mean, he just jumped them, and uh, Bruce was able to hold on, but he was able to get some good positive yardage. It'll be first and 10 for the Blue Devils at the Yellow Jacket 26-yard line. Man, look at the hair on number 65 right down here. Yeah, and timeout like taken for the, uh, for the mandatory water break. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I was jealous of that hair, too. <laughs> I'm not jealous of it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Timeout on the field. No score in the ballgame. 535 left on his head. here in the first half. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Quarterfinal on WBF. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. First and ten for the Winter Haven Blue Devils. Man in motion. Quarterback drops back. He wants to throw toward the end zone on a slant. It's going to be incomplete. Yeah, nice he, defensive play by the Jackets. Yeah, it was almost a pick for Murray. He almost one-handed that ball, tried to pull it back into his belly and wasn't able to, but a good defensive play. And, Mike, the, the, I think we talked about him, this quarterback, earlier in the year. He throws that ball. His elbow is at, almost at his hip. Exactly. Almost like a sidearm. Yeah. Incomplete pass. Stops the clock at four. Excuse me, 5-14 left here in the first half. No score in the ballgame. 
Winter Haven now with a second and 10 from the Jacket 26-yard line. Four wide receivers on the near side, all in a cluster. Katosh in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Handoff up the middle, and he runs right into some big men in that middle of that line. Yeah, no game. And Bartow didn't bite. They, they tried to get Bartow to spread out, and uh, they didn't. That offensive line played it just like they would a normal for, uh, defensive line, like a normal formation, and they just swallowed him at the line of scrimmage. They're going to lose uh, one on the play, so it'll be third and 11 here for the Winter Haven Blue Devils. Again, no score in the ballgame. 4.40 left in the first half. Winter Haven has a third and 11 from the Yellow Jacket 27-yard line. Three wide receivers on the near side of the field. Quarterback in the shotgun. Here's the snap. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper. He tries to run to the left side, bounces to the outside. Murray's there to bring him down, and Hampton wraps him up, too. No gain on the play. He might have even lost another yard. Murray with another big play. Murray's been all over the field and and playing like the Murray we're uh, used to seeing. And uh, Hampton came up and gave him a little smack, too, at the end. So it's going to be fourth and ten, Bruce. Fourth and ten. I think you're in no man's land again. I I think you think you're going for this and Archer's got to watch that uh, big tight end on that slant Winter Haven will leave their offense on the field two receivers to the left two receivers to the right got three defensive backs now playing uh, deep coverage looks like Winter Haven might be trying to draw the Yellow Jackets off and now Winter Haven will take a timeout 3.30 left in the first half. Tonight's game in the 2023 FHSAA Class 4S Football Championships is sponsored by the Florida High School Athletic Association. They are a democratic organization with a membership of more than 800 middle and senior high schools, all committed to ensuring that Florida's student-athletes can compete fairly and equitably in an educational environment. The Florida High School Athletic Association building leaders through teamwork, sportsmanship, and citizenship. No score in the ball game between Winter Haven and Bartow. I used to have to do that all in one breath. I'd have to take a deep <laughs> breath at the end. Those things are just brutal to have to read. Boy, this this is not going the way I thought it would. Lemon Bay, Mike. Lemon Bay, 26, and frostproof nothing. Lemon Bay, 26? Yes. Oh, my gosh. What's happening to the Polk County teams tonight? I think somebody uh, picked that, right? Man, I just... I do, too. And that Leesburg game, a one-point Leesburg over uh, Auburndale, 14-13. Here we go, fourth down, snap, quarterback, takes it, wants to throw across the middle, and is tipped and blocked, and that is Stanley. Smart move, just tip, knock it down, take the ball back. That's the Tampa 2 defense, guys. That's where the you know the safeties are split going down the seams, and the, the middle linebacker, he's got to get back in coverage. He gets back just far enough to be able to get a hand on that and tip it away. Quarterback does sidearm that thing. He slings it. Yeah. The Yellow Jackets will take over first and 10 at their own 26-yard line. This is a very good defensive football game right now, guys. Got to get a little offense going here. We're at halftime in Fort Meade, guys. 13-0 still? Yes, sir. Mm. The Booker Tornadoes leading the Fort Meade Miners. 
Winter Haven did the same thing you talk about, Bruce. They were running the ball, and then they started trying to pass the ball, and then they don't get anywhere. But I'm okay with that. They can keep doing that all night long. Jadon Williams is in at quarterback for the Jackets on this first and 10 play from their own 26-yard line. Galva in motion. The ball's on the ground, and it looks like Winter Haven got it. There's a penalty, though, guys. There's a penalty. Bartow's got it back. Oh, my oh, goodness. They're recovering it. That's a, that's a dead ball foul. Illegal motion. Now they're going to give them the ball. They're going to say illegal shift. And the fumble recovered by Winter Haven. Oh, my goodness. You can't keep shooting yourself in the foot like this. Now, now when you make a big stop like that and then you get the ball back. It's deflating. Uh, Kills your defense. Yeah. Well, it's gonna. It's like when we played Lakeland. The defense was on the field all night long, and it just, they just got wore out. So Winter Haven with their second turnover, their second takeaway of the night. First and ten at the jacket twenty-four yard line. They got a fullback in front of uh, the tailback now. Let's see what they do with that. This time the quarterback will go up under center. Here's the snap. Second man through Smothers. Turns the corner. Brought down from behind. Big number 98's got a hold of you. You're not going anywhere. Holy cow. Yeah, you're, and, you're not going anywhere when he gets a hold of you. Like, Yeah, and he pays for it, too, by not going down. I think if 98 gets hold of you, you ought to just go straight to the ground because, like, four or five other guys are just going to plow you over. No gain on the play. It'll be second and ten for the Blue Devils. He had a hold of that jersey, and it, and it just gave him time for everybody else to say boom. Stretches him out like a banjo string, and then he gets walloped back. Ball spotted at the Yellow Jacket 24-yard line. Again, going up under center is the quarterback. Eye formation behind him. Here's the snap. Second man. Nope, it's going to be a quarterback keeper. He's under some pressure, and he's got the ball now. Just sling oh, it to that's nobody. that's got to be intentional grounding. He slings yeah, it to up. nobody. Gets it to the goal line, but. And he didn't get outside there the box. Goes. There's the flag. Yeah, he didn't get outside the box. Uh, yeah, that. Did he throw that flag on Bartow? No, no, no. That, that, they, I think he finally threw that flag. It's it, it got to be intentional grounding. Let's see. Here's the call from the white cap. Personal foul, yellow jacket. What? Oh, my gosh. For what? They must have hit the quarterback. Uh, he, what about intentional grounding? The play lasted forever. 15-yard marched off against the yellow jackets. Oh, wow. That's, f- That's going to put the ball. He stops walking at the 12-yard line. Why isn't somebody asking about intentional grounding? He was in the pocket. Well, Eden's over there screaming. Eden's got no timeouts to be able to get the official over there and talk to him about it. 227 left here in the first half. No score in the ball game. Winter Haven now with a first and 10 at the Jacket 12-yard line. Here's the snap. Handoff. Smothers up the middle. He goes. Smothers dragging folks down to the 6-yard line. Yeah, and I think what Winter Haven will go back to right here is that run game and just try to punch it in. Yeah, they've they've gone back to the uh, to the I formation. Uh, no uh, real fullback in. Second down and four here for the Blue Devils. Now the quarterback Atosha will stand in the uh, shotgun. 
with Smothers standing right next to him. Here's the snap. They'll give it to Smothers. He hits the line, and he's going backwards. No gain on the play. Maybe even lost a yard. Boy, this is so huge for Bartow right now. 139 and counting left here in the first half. No score in the ballgame. Winter Haven's going to bleed this clock. I think you got to watch the quarterback here. Uh, not so much passing, but uh, running around that edge, guys. He has pulled it a couple of times. He's going to line up in the shotgun. Three receivers on the near side of the field. Here's the snap. It looks like he wants to throw. He's under some pressure, already scrambling. And Bird's chasing him down. He turns the corner, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. Oh, and there go the cheerleaders. Oh, my goodness. Right over a couple of cheerleaders to Davis. They don't need to be getting hurt right now. They no. Competition I mean, I would, I would, if anything, I have them in the end zone, the back of the end zone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Looks like everybody's okay over there. Is everybody all right, Mike? Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. Everybody jumped up. Fourth down, and they will bring on the field goal unit here for the Blue Devils. You know, and we've seen Bartow get pressure on this line and, and actually block these. You need to. Uh, well, we want a football game doing do some that. Some blocking exactly. yourself over there, Mike. Say again. Do some blocking yourself over there. You see my stiff arm? Yeah. Twenty-six yard field goal attempt. And there's flags on the play. False start against Winter Haven. It was going to be a 26-yard field goal. Now that's going to back him up by five. This is Kemp. Layton Kemp on to attempt the extra, the excuse me the field goal now spotted at the right about the 31-yard line. I'm going to put it at the, at the 20, so it'll be a 30-yard field goal attempt. Mike, not much wind down there, or is there? Not much wind at all. There's a very light breeze, very light. The hash marks are wide on a college football field, though. 30-yard field goal attempt. It sails. No, no good. good. He no pulled good. it. What a save by Bartow. Yeah, and that's a big thing. I'm, you know, in college football, the hash marks are much, much wider than they are in pro and in high school. And so when they put it on that hash mark, he's trying to angle that ball in, and he just overcooked it. So the 30-yard field goal attempt is no good by the Winter Haven Blue Devils. No score. We're at 58 seconds left here to play in the first half from Southeastern University. We're at Victory Field tonight, home of the fire. Just a gorgeous and beautiful complex here. Yeah, and here you run. You run the football. Bartow's going to get the ball to start the second half. You run the football here. You go into the locker rooms at halftime. Uh, tied up, and you come back out uh, and start this game anew. Well, your defense is going to be pumped up anyway because they just had a great, I mean, a great Absolutely. stop. Winter Haven will call a timeout. And that will be their last one. For the latest official news about Florida high school sports, the results of all the rounds of the football championships, visit FHSAA.com. That's the official website of the Florida High School Athletic Association. You can also uh, get on-demand and live postseason coverage of high school sports at the nfhsnetwork.com, the official online partner of the FHSAA. Just knocking them out. Well, you did that like a pro. (laughs) I don't know who your reading teacher was, but they were taught you well. He's back at the studio. Auburndale now leads Leesburg 19-14 Wow! in the third quarter. 
Booker over Fort Meade, 13 to nothing at half. Lemon Bay, 33, frostproof nothing. My goodness, I would have never thought that. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. 58 seconds left in the first half. K.J. Valentine under center. K.J. takes the snap, hands it to the second man through. Looks like uh, Galva again with a two-yard gain. Can you have a, a deal where, where neither Frostproof or Fort Meade, we're expecting Frostproof to play Fort Meade next week, and we neither worried. one of them might be in it. Closer trip for Sarasota or Lemon Bay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lakeland, Lakeland leads Mitchell 28-10. to 10, That now in the second quarter. How much? 28-10. to 10. Hmm. I don't have anything yet from Lake Mineola. I'll check on that. Second and nine here for the Yellow Jackets. Going to take a knee. And here's the snap. Handoff. And this is going to be uh, Gal. Uh, no, excuse me. That's going to be Glover. Glover tries it to the bounce of the outside. He stays in bounds. And he's going to be dropped down at the 24-yard line. I think that's going to end it for the half, guys. Yep. Mike, I don't know if you have a chance to talk with uh, Coach Eden as he makes his way to halftime. But please do if you get a chance to, uh, again, because he mentioned uh, that he'd like to talk. Oh, he walks right out to the official. So maybe Mike won't get a chance to talk to him. That's the end of the first half. No score in the ball game. Bartow zero, winner Haven zero. And Mike, coach, you're walking in at halftime zero zero. I guess two great these two great teams on the field tonight. Holding holding winner Haven to zero right now. Yeah, you know, hey, we're know. playing great offensively. I've liked what we've done when we've been been consistent and when we haven't turned the ball over. I mean, at the end of the day, we can't throw interceptions and we can't give them the ball. You know, and we and we also we've had penalties that have hurt us over and over again. We get a first down but we're not set, and so we lose that momentum. We just got to fix those things. If we fix those things, we put a drive together and punch it in. We win the game. Coach, what amazing stand right here at the end for your defense to hold this and, and that block that, that make that punt no good. No doubt. Hey, our defense is playing their butt up. Now we just got to go get a score. Thank you a lot, Coach. Thank you, Coach Eden. We appreciate that. Uh, as he walks his uh, team into the uh, locker room here, we're at halftime at Southeastern University. Victory field, no score in the ball game between the Winter Haven Blue Devils and the Bartow Yellow Jackets. Stand by. The SEC football report is coming up next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. The FHSAA is now on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Tweet us, like us, and tag us on your social media by searching for FHSAA. Keep up with teams and people who strive to make high school athletics in the state of Florida the best. Be a fan of it all by following us on social media at FHSAA. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One. Now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. You'll always get great prices at Budget 2 Pull of the Bartow. Here's Craig. We have starters for $20, alternate 
refrigerators for twenty bucks, AC compressors for thirty one dollars, every door is fifty five dollars, and motors are two hundred dollars. Budget you pull it, Highway sixty east. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Welcome back to Southeastern University. We are at Victory Field in Lakeland for tonight's regional quarterfinal matchup between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Winter Haven Blue Devils, and we're scoreless. No score in the ball game. As we get ready to start the third quarter, Bartow will receive the uh, third quarter uh, kickoff. And, uh, Bruce, it's been the defenses tonight. Yeah, it, it has been. There's been a couple of turnovers uh, by both teams. Uh, I think it's by both teams. I know, well, at least one on downs for uh, Winter Haven. But uh, the defenses have been running the show, and, and uh, it's been played all – on the Winter Haven side of the fo- of the fifty, and uh, Sabarto, I don't even know if they've made it across the fifty tonight. They did. They did once. Okay, and then yeah, and then they threw the pick. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Barto's got to generate some offense. I believe uh, Coach Eden, you know, talked up his defense at halftime when he was talking with Mike and and as he should and said they got to get the offense rolling a little bit better and I agree they get the they get the kick uh to start off the second half so uh got to get some things rolling here let him just break one loose and run it down the field We're monitoring other scores involving Poe County teams of course and at the end of the third quarter Leesburg leads Auburndale 22-19. That game has gone back and forth all night long. And we have an update, Mike, from uh, Fort Meade. Booker's in front, 19 to nothing now? Yeah, 19 nothing, which is really strange for Fort Meade. I just hope those guys aren't into their heads and, and taking it out on one another. Just stay together as a team and finish the ball game. We are ready to get this uh, third quarter underway. Kemp has it teed up for the Blue Devils at the 40-yard line. Looks like Murray is back deep. Here's the kick. And it's going to be taken by one of the up men at the 15-yard line. That is Taylor, the speedster, crosses the 20 all the way on the other side of the field. Taylor brought down at the 20-yard line. Yeah, Taylor Taylor ran about 40 yards to get uh, about three yards. And uh, that was one thing where he was trying to use his speed, but he just couldn't outrun everybody to the sideline to cut it upfield. Mike, do you see the drone up tonight? There is no drone that FHSA, I'm sure FHSA has something to do with that. Yeah, I figured that or Southeastern, uh, one of the two. But uh, certainly in a, in a playoff game, uh, the FHSAA runs everything. That's why Jeff's got to read all those things. First and 10 here for the Yellow Jackets at their own 21-yard line. Everybody in tight. Valentine calls the signals. He's going to hand it off. Galva caught in the backfield. He breaks a tackle. Galva reverses his field. Galva's got a lot of running room. Galva is gone. Galva is headed down the sideline, and he is sprinting toward the end zone for a Yellow Jacket touchdown on the opening play of the third quarter. Two flags. Galva was caught in the backfield. The defender had him by his shirt. He broke loose and found some daylight on the Yellow Jacket sideline and scooted. 79 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, and that's the situation where Taylor was trying to get to the sideline, didn't quite have the speed. Gal just outran everybody. And I mean, when he outran them, he outran them. 
Yeah, when he come around this corner, you see him just catch another gear, and there was nobody catching him. I don't care what angle you had taken on him. You wasn't catching him. They call him Rabbit for a reason. They sure do. It took us a couple of games to figure that out because, you know, we just saw him at corner. But then when we saw him handle the football a couple of times, we're like, oh, my goodness. They're a shorter player. On to attempt the extra point now. Mullis, and there is a Yellow Jacket running on late. 79-yard touchdown run from number eight, Galva. That is so huge. Daryl Galva. They call him Rabbit, and, boy, he scooted down that sideline once he got free. Mullis on to attempt the extra point from the hold of Valentine. The kick is up, and it is perfect. 11-37 to play in the third quarter. Bartow now leads 7 to nothing over Winter Haven. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford. And the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. flag on the play against Winter Haven? Yeah, there was a penalty thrown. There was two flags thrown. I didn't see what the actual call was, but there was two flags on the ground. I'd be damned if I wouldn't, uh, excuse my language, uh, I wouldn't, Beep. I would uh, um, <laughs> they mar- onside kick this. Uh, this is... That's a 30-yard that's a, that's a penalty. Yard. Now they're taking it back. Okay, now they're going to readjust. It was a 15-yard penalty from the 40 to the 45. Okay. Okay, so so Mullis will tee it up at the uh, yellow at the Winter Haven forty-five yard line to kick off here. Still onside kick it. Some kind of high pooch kick. Yeah. Let your players run underneath. Let's see what they do here. Or you just pin them back on the twenty. Just kick it out of the end zone and pin them back on the twenty. Forget well, that's, about it. That's not hard for him from where earlier it's at. Nah. Well, he's it's a he's, pooch kick from this distance. He's going to be kicking into the south end zone, the south direction of the field. So Mullis has it teed up at the 45, following the penalty. Here's the kick, and he will blast it into the concession stand. And that was a good field goal. That was too. a good field goal. Oh. Yeah, they're going to get Bartow offsides. Bartow is a little anxious on offsides, so that'll back him up five. Well, just another challenge for Mullis, right? Yeah. That would have been a 55-yard field goal, Andy. Yeah, I, I believe I'd be like you, though. I don't know that I wouldn't try to just punch this thing high and deep and see if Bartow can get down there and get underneath it coverage. So Mullis will re-tee it up at the uh, midfield stripe. I wish number 65 would put on his helmet. It's starting to scare me. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't fit. Maybe you're right. I was wondering what size he would have to have. It's a lot of hair to get under that helmet. All right, we'll try it again. Bartow with a kickoff after the 79-yard touchdown run by Galva. Here's the kick. And again, again. Mullis will sail it into the end zone for a touchback. Is that one good, Bruce? No, short. First and 10 for the Winter Haven Blue Devils from their own 20-yard line. 
Florida High School Athletic Association recognizes its corporate partners who help make the FHSA football championships possible. Team IP, official merchandising. Gatorade Thirst Quencher, Max Preps, official scores and stats. GoFam, the official online ticket provider. The NFHS Network, the official online partner. And Wilson, provider of the official game ball for the championships. Boy, you read that fast. I don't know how you read that fast. Fort Meade finally Uh, gets on the board, 725. Left in the game? What? No, Fort Meade finally gets on the board. So it's 25 to 7? Yes, sir. Here's the ran back to kickoff. First play and a handoff, and they're going nowhere where this Winter Haven is going to be caught for minimal gain here on a little sweep play to try a little a little uh, off uh, left tackle, and uh, Yellow Jackets there to bring him down. Guys, this is the first time tonight that we haven't had the teams in front of us. <laughs> they have, our, they're on the other side. <laughs> he blew by us in just a minute ago. Yeah. So. Winter Haven now second and nine. They're going to give him a yard gain. Second and nine for the Blue Devils. Three receivers on the far side of the field from the shotgun. The quarterback, he wants to throw. The right-hander deals it downfield, and the running, the wide receiver fell down, and they're going to give him a flag. They should not do it. The the defensive, uh, the official closest to him saw it. They just got tangled up, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Coach Eaton is calling that, and the side judge here is going to the field to talk to him, but they, they're not even going to have a chance to talk that. They're going to call pass interference on Bartow, I believe. They're going to call holding. Holding? Holding against the Yellow Jackets. Well, that should only be a 10-yard penalty. Uh, Coach Peavy, uh, 26 to 7. Good job. 25 to 7. Uh, Rabbit, uh, according to Coach Garth, uh, Rabbit's a 5.55 boy. Oh, an alum? Okay. Well, I bet he was fun to watch out there, I too. Bet. So the defensive holding call against the Yellow Jackets carries a automatic uh, first down. That guy's got to be some kind of track star too. The down marker still says second down. Now they go there. You go first and ten. Okay, first and ten. Winter Haven from their own thirty-one yard line. Barto in front, seven to nothing. Galva with a seventy-nine yard touchdown run to open the second half puts Barto in front. Winter Haven trying to answer. First and 10 from their own 31-yard line. One man in motion, and they get to that man in motion. That's Irving. He tries to turn the corner, and he is hemmed in and thrown backwards. Yeah, he ain't doing, he ain't he ain't doing anything. That time, Jackson, uh, who's playing the linebacker spot right now, he comes up, and uh, Jackson might have hurt his bicep a little bit because he, he tripped him with his arm, and that slowed him up enough to allow the Jackets to get there. He's lost about four on that one. Be second down and 14 for the Blue Devils. They trail in the ball game, seven to nothing. Trips to the near side of the field for the uh, Blue Devils. Here's the snap. Quarterback under some pressure. He scrambles, looking, looking downfield, still with the ball. Now he throws it. The ball is loose. The ball is loose. Picked up by the Yellow Jackets, and they're going to scoop and score for a six-point hey. touchdown. Bartow. What a great job. The That's defense Martin gets on the board with the touchdown. Scoop and score. Jeremiah Martin, number 88, scoops up the... They're trying to say he was throwing the ball. No, he was not throwing the ball. He was hit from behind. You could see him. And when he was bringing the ball back, the ball came out of his hand. And this is where referees are talking about something at the uh, five-yard line. No, he he was... his his, The ball was not going forward. They're still discussing it. They're they're within earshot of the Winter Haven coaching staff, which is at the 10-yard line. 
pleading their case. Oh, they're going to call it incomplete. Oh, my goodness. They're going to call it incomplete pass. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad call, guys. That's a bad call. <laughs> Terrible call. I tell you what, we, we ought to be used to it by now. It's, it's been happening to us all year long, and, and that is just that's just brutal. That is really brutal. Now the white hat is over to uh, Coach Tyler Eden to explain it, although he can't say anything that Coach is going to like. Yeah, and, and he's, he's talking about the official from all the way down the field is the one that's uh, changed in everybody's mind. Yeah, guys, I mean, I was watching it here. I'm sure you guys had a good view of it, too. But that he was being uh, pursued from the backside heavily, heavily. And when he drew the arm back, he never got a chance for that ball to go forward. He twisted his body like he was after he had, you know, yeah, lost the ball. Yeah. So, which was a great cover-up for him to, to, to make that movement like he was throwing it forward. But I guess they convinced him enough that they're going to leave it to that. So, it's going to be third down following the uh, incomplete pass. For the Winter Haven Blue Devils. Oh, marching off a penalty for something. Well, they're respotting the ball. They've changed okay. and moved when they thought it was a touchdown. So they got it all straight now. It should be third down at about 14. And that's where they spotted at the Winter Haven uh, 27, uh, we'll call it 26-yard line. Trips to the near side of the field. Quarterback in the shotgun. He wants to throw. Sets up a little screen in the middle. It's over the head of his intended receiver incomplete. It'll be fourth down. You know, I think the best thing that we see happening here is that Bartow defense is finally wearing on that offense of Winter Haven, and I think they're putting the pressure on them that they knew that Bartow was going to do, and they they just weren't prepared for it again. Yeah, and I, I think if you if you get another score on Winter Haven, you may sen- see them start to break. Exactly. Ten minutes left in the third quarter. Bartow in front, seven to nothing. Winter Haven now with a fourth down, fourth and fourteen. So they're going to have to drop back in punt formation. And Stanley has not been on the field for this uh, defensive series, but I hope he's doing all right. Stanley did sit out the last two games with an injury, so I agree with you, Bruce. Hope he is okay. Williams and Murray back deep, standing at their That's, own 40-yard line. Here's fade. the snap and the kick. Get away, get away. It's going to be a short. Jackets get out of the way of it. Murray looking at it. It rolls out of bounds yeah. near the 38-yard line. He wanted so bad to pick it up, and I understand why he did, but I'm I'm really glad he didn't. If he bobbles that at all, it changes the whole momentum. Bartow will take over first and 10, and they're going to spot it at, the, at their own 40-yard line. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Since 1966, the Bartow Community Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change. Support their mission to help Bartow families get out of crisis by shopping at their thrift store on East Summerlin Street in downtown Bartow. Help us be epic. Bruce playing with a lead. Yeah, I mean, first time it's, in a while. It's, it's unusual. Like we said, we did have the lead against Lake Wales, but that was a that was a different type ball game. First and ten, right up the middle in an I formation. They give it to Galva again. This time Galva's going to get about one or two before he stopped. Big Quavion Bird leading the charge there on that I formation. He'll gain one. It'll be second and nine. 22 minutes after 9 o'clock, 76 degrees on just a gorgeous night for high school playoff football action. Hurry up! Hurry up! And Bartos, and Bartos needs to yeah, hurry. Yeah. You hear him say 
He's yelling it. First down, excuse me, second down and nine for the Yellow Jackets. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. Now he's ready. He'll take it. And it's going to be a straight quarterback run off tackle. K.J. twisting and spinning across the 45 down to the 47. Yeah, very good job by Valentine. He gets really good positive yardage. Makes this going to make this a third and about three, two or three, and um, gives him a it gives him several options. And uh, Winter Haven can't just be lining up and bringing everything right now. Well, Frostproof finally got on the scoreboard, as much did, did Fort Meade. Now it's now Lemon Bay 33 and Frostproof 7. And man, yeah. the second team in there. And on the other side, Sarasota Booker 25, Fort Meade 7. Man, that one I just can't figure out. Third and four for the Yellow Jackets. Everybody in tight. Eye formation. Under center is Valentine. He turned. Valentine wants to throw. Open. And he got to number 10. That is going to be Butler at the 40-yard line. Butler at the 30. And Butler knocked out of bounds at the 28-yard line. We talked, about, we talked about this earlier in the game. They ran that, that big offensive line formation. And that what they did is they just released the tight end and sent him out uh, on a little uh, post-corner route. And he's wide open. Nobody within 10 yards of him. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the Winter Haven 29-yard line. Bar two in front, 7 to nothing. We also had a halftime score earlier. Lake Mineola 28 and Haines City 14. K.J. Valentine will go under center. I formation. Here's the snap. Handoff. Galva. Galva up the middle, and Galva's going to get about three or four. Galva never got his balance when he got that foot. Now he's down. Uh-oh. I think he's he, cramping, guys. Yeah, he never got his balance, and he was falling forward the whole time, guys. And uh, didn't he cramp last week too? Calvin now on his feet, though, and but the left leg is yeah. Uh, get him, get him on out of there. Carry him on out of there. Just make him doing a cramp dance because that hey. hurts. Yeah, don't. No, no, no. They let, and they they put Galva back on the carry ground. him off the field and rub it off out there. 729 left here in the third quarter. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Injury timeout on the field. We'll take a break as well. You're listening to the FHSAA Regional Quarterfinal on WBF. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Welcome back to Southeastern University. We are at Victory Field tonight for this Class 4S Regional quarterfinal matchup between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Winter Haven Blue Devils. Winter Haven, uh, excuse me, uh, Winter Haven with the ball, but they trail. Yellow Jackets took the first play of the third quarter, and Galva ran 79 yards for a touchdown. And Galva is the injured player who is still down on the field. Uh, more and more attention being paid to Galva. We think it's just a cramp at this yeah. point. And Galva's getting some hydration right now. 
and I think he's going to get on his feet and get to the sideline. But uh, and I, I I appreciate how those things hurt. I know I know how bad they hurt. I've been down with kids, but you pick him up and carry him off the field, and you work on him on the sideline. And uh, this has been a very good paced football game, and you don't want to do anything to change momentums. Calvin Al uh, walking uh, to the sideline. Gives us a chance for a little scoreboard update. Leesburg 29, Auburndale 19. Lake Wales over Gulf, the Buccaneers 28-14. Lakeland leads Mitchell 35-17. Sarasota Booker 33, Fort Meade 7. And the same score, Lemon Bay 33-7 over Frostproof. Start that clock. There they go. They listen to you. Jackets, eye formation behind the quarterback. Now they put three running backs, and the deep man is Williams. They get it to him, and he's caught in the backfield. The ball's on the ground, according to Winter Haven, and they do. Winter Haven recovers the fumble. Well, you know they're going to give it to them there. Hmm. And Williams is down now on the field. That's not good. Jadon Williams on his back at the 30-yard line. The ball carrier who had the ball ripped out of his hands by Winter Haven. So Winter Haven will take over first and 10 there. But the concern now is Williams on the field. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, take another injury. We'll take another injury timeout. The score, Bartow 7, Winter Haven nothing. You're listening to the FHSA Regional Quarterfinal on WBF. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Tyler Kelly inviting you to visit any of our five locations to see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Well, Jadon Williams being escorted off the uh, field favoring, looks to be his left leg. Yeah, like an ankle. Uh, hopefully it's a cramp, but it could be an ankle, and we don't need that. He is he's an important So the third, All these guys are important. The third turnover tonight for the Yellow Jackets. Winter Haven takes over first and 10 at their own 27-yard line. We see big number 31, Stanley, in back at linebacker position. It's good to see him back on the field with uh, Clark as the two linebackers for the Jackets. First and 10, Winter Haven. Quarterback sends three receivers to the near side. Here's the snap. Handoff, and that's going to be Smothers. Oh. And he's caught by big number 98. Oh, oh man. backwards. Man. That's Bird. He jumped on him, and it looked like a lion jumping on a little deer or something like that. Yeah, and he just tossed him around like a rag doll. When he wrapped <laughs> him up, he just tossed him. Going to lose one on the play, make it second and 11 for Winter Haven. Arto in front, seven to nothing. Six forty left here in the third quarter. 
Winter Haven, three wide receivers on the near side. Rush the quarterback. Looking to throw. He's under some pressure again, being chased. He'll sling it downfield, and it goes into the second row. That should be intentional grounding there, shouldn't it? No, he, he's out of the pocket on that one. As okay. long as he gets it past the line of scrimmage, uh, it's, it's no foul. It'll set up third down and 11 for Winter. Even stops the clock with 6.25 to play in the third quarter. This jacket defense tonight has simply been stellar. Defense has been good all year. They've had a couple opportunities where they had a very short field tonight, and they held Winter Haven scoreless. Corey Butler is a new corner uh, who's in for Galva, number 10. Third and 11 for the Blue Devils. Twins left, twins right. Here's the snap. Quarterback drops back. He wants to throw. He's under a lot of pressure. Uh, He slings it out. The pass is going to be complete at the 20-yard line. Little, uh, little uh, in the flat. Yeah, I mean, he, he did a great job to get that ball out of his hand. But it's going to be fourth down. As he caught the uh, running back Smothers just kind of drifting out into the flat on a little dump off. Yeah, Martin was all over him. Where are they going to spot the ball at? Oh, they're going to kick it. Spotted at the 26, so it's fourth down. Fourth and about 10. So, yeah, that's to bring on Kemp to do the punting. Hampton and Murray back deep to receive the kick for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap and the kick. Sails downfield. It's going to bounce, and the Jackets will get out of the Oh, it takes the Yellow Jacket bounce backwards and stops at the 42. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I get I get so frustrated at, at that. you got to come up and make that catch. You, you lose seven yards right there. That's seven yards. It doesn't sound like a big deal, but it could. It, it's a big deal. I'm with you. I totally agree with you about you got to come up and catch that ball. But, you know, we've seen some of these guys make some great catches, and we've seen some of these guys let it just slip through their hands. So, I mean, with a game like this on the line, the way this game is, I don't know that, you know, you're getting the ball, you know, the 41-yard line. I don't know if that was a bad decision or not. I mean, that's it's a tough call. Yeah, I, I can agree with you. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 41-yard line. Glover is the running back standing right next to K.J. Valentine. Here's the snap. Wait, wait a minute. Everybody snapped except the center. Yeah, that was... Uh, Everybody was on the, on the play count except the center. And uh, that's a... Uh, Five-yard march off against the Yellow Jackets. All right, here we go. First and 15 for Bartow at their own 36-yard line. Winner of this ball game will meet next week to take on the winner between Mitchell and Lakeland. Right now, the Dreadnoughts are in front. The Dreadnoughts hold on. That game would be at Bryant Stadium. Here's the snap. Handoff to Glover. Bounces to the outside. Glover turns the corner. Crosses the 40 to the 42. Flag on the play. Yeah, that's I, I want, that's wonder if that's some kind of defensive penalty because his, his helmet went uh, Williams' helmet went flying. Jason Williams' helmet came off very aggressively. Let's see what they're going to call here. Personal foul hands to the face against the Winter Haven Blue Devils. You're yeah, a good guy, Bruce. It's, uh, it's for as far as that helmet to come flying off, it had to be something. And fortunately, 
they saw it and threw the flag. That's 15 in the first down. Referees will march off the penalty all the way into a Blue Devil territory, all the way to the 30, except at the 43 yard line. 5.55 to play. The clock running here in the third quarter. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. K.J. Valentine brings the offense out. Glover, the running back, standing right next to him. Two receivers to the near side. Here's the snap. They're going to give it to Glover. Glover tries to run up a little off-tackle play, and Winter Haven's there to stack him up. Yeah, that was good pursuit on the backside. Uh, Williams uh, is is running. Uh, he's a tight end, but he crosses over like a fullback, and he's blocking. But uh, what that does, it allows the tackle and the guard to get penetration, and they're able to track him down from behind. Going to lose about three on the play, make it second and 13. Mike, have you had a chance to look over and see how Glover and Williams are doing? Any or uh, Galva, Galva and Williams? Yeah, Ga- Galva's up and down the sideline. You see, he was over here at the uh, water, the water good, pool, while ago getting some water. Second and thirteen for the Yellow Jackets at the Blue Devil forty-five yard line. They fake the handoff. Valentine wants to throw. He does. He's got his receiver complete, and another and flag. Say out of bounds. Flag right at the fifty-yard line. This could be a hold against. Barto, unfortunately. Yeah, if it comes from that uh, middle judge, uh, it's 99% of the time a hold. And that's going to be a spot foul. They mark it from that spot. Taylor caught like the a, ball, but he was out of bounds. But it's going to be like a 20-yard penalty by the time they march it all off with the loss of... <sighs> so holding against the Yellow Jackets. Timeout on the field for the uh, mandatory water break. We're in the third quarter. And Bartos in front, seven to nothing. You're listening to the FHSAA Regional Quarterfinal here on WBF. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. At Budget You Pull It to Bartow, they'll buy your old vehicle and even arrange to pick it up. We buy junk cars here. We can also arrange for towing from you. We use Gator Towing for our towing service so you know you get insured a professional towing vehicle. And they cover Polk County. Budget Auto Parts at Bartow. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Southeastern University, home of the regional quarterfinal tonight between the Blue Devils and the Yellow Jackets. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. They're facing a second and forever. They're going to hand it on a jet sweep to Thomas. They try to get the speedy Thomas to the outside, but Winter Haven strings it all the way down the line of scrimmage and no gain. Uh, now a late flag as there's a little skirmish on the bunch field. Bunch in there. Yeah. Knowing our luck right now, this is going to go against Bartow. It won't be uh, offsetting. They've got to have offsettings on that one. There's like three flags on the field. Yeah, it's all going to be about the scuffle here with number 77 from Bartow and then the two Winter Haven guys. Well, I'm telling you what, number 77 needs to come off the field, and they need to get all in his grill. we got the lead in the football game. Personal foul, dead ball. Personal foul against the Yellow Jackets. That's the only signal they make. Oh, my gosh, and, the, and he was on the bottom. He was on the bottom. So another 15-yard march off against the Yellow Jackets. Okay. 
So, Andy, take your shoes off so we can do some counting here. It's going to be second down and, oh, my gosh. You don't want me to take my shoes off? No. 10, 20, 30, a bunch. 8. 30. Half, half the field. Yeah, it's a long way. <laughs> They're going to spot the ball at the Yellow Jacket 29-yard line. To get a first down, they need to get it to the Blue Devil 33. Three. <laughs> So let's see, that's south, right? So they need to get it on second in Highland City. Yeah, that's, you're pretty close right there. I think I'd throw it up here to, to Butler, just going to do a streak down the sideline. The worst-case scenario, throw a pick. Valentine drops back to throw. He does, and it's going to be down the field, and it's going to be incomplete. And he almost tipped it to, to Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Blue Devil defender jumped up. He couldn't grasp it, but he, the ball, he tipped it up almost like a little tip drill in basketball, and Taylor almost came down with it. And it would have been a first down. Yeah, and, if, and I believe if KJ had to put just a little more on that ball, the receiver was open. The receiver had a step on him. So it sets up fourth down now for the Yellow Jackets, and obviously they will punt this ball away. Valentine will drop back in kick formation. I hope he can punt it as far as he threw it. Irvin is back deep to receive for Winter Haven. Under four minutes to play here in the third quarter. And Time Winter out. Haven will call a timeout. They didn't have enough men or the right men or something. Yeah, there, there was something wrong. I think they were trying to run a guy off the field. They may have had too many. At the end of the third quarter, Lake Wales 35 and Gulf. The Buccaneers, 14. That's pretty much going as expected over at Legion Field tonight. Leesburg now leads Auburndale 29-19. to uh, Booker over Fort Meade, 33-7. Lemon Bay now 39-7 to over Frostproof. <clears throat> Boy, I had, I, had, I had Frostproof playing much better. Mineola, Lake Mineola, 35. Haines City, 14. And that, that Leesburg game just went final. Leesburg wins 29-19 over Auburndale. So our second Polk County team has been eliminated from the playoffs. Mulberry was eliminated last night. And Mitchell trails Lakeland. The Dreadnoughts are up 35-17. to 25 or 35? I'm sorry, 35. Thank 35. you, Bruce. 35. Punting formation. Valentine will hit it. And Valentine right towards the sideline. It'll bounce into the Yellow Jackets' uh, side of the field. We'd have been better off with a pick. Uh, yeah. Let's see where the referees will mark it. Right at midfield. Right at the 50-yard line. First and 10, Winter Haven at the 50. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. It was a 79-yard touchdown run by Daryl Rabbit Galva on the opening play of the third quarter. And he is back on the football field. That now. is certainly good to see number eight back out there. Got to get a, if we win this game, got to get a lot of electrolytes in him uh, starting about Tuesday. Just put that potassium and electrolytes in him and get him, because that's two weeks in a row. He's cramped pretty bad. Third quarter, 347 left here in the third quarter. Winter Haven with the ball, first and 10 from. Now they're going to respot it at the uh, 46-yard line. So at Winter Haven's 46, one man in motion. That's Irving. They fake it to him, hand it off to Smothers up the middle. Smothers, a little cut back. He'll gain two or three. 
it'll be second down and eight. They tried to get the the defense to start moving to its left and then run it back to the right, uh, but uh, uh, defensive end on this side uh, did not bite. They're only going to give him a yard on the play, so it'll be second and nine for the Blue Devils. And now Galva, I think, is back off the field. Three receivers on the near side, a single receiver on the far side for Winter Haven. Quarterback in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. He does. It's going to be oh, incomplete. Oh, oh, he the, ain't falling down. Yeah. He caught that ball. The the uh, defender, or excuse Hamden. me, the the receiver tipped it, and our defender fell down. Otherwise, he might have had an easy pick. Yeah, Hampton Hampton was looking at the ball the whole way, and and just feet. He can run him. Feet back got too. in my way. <laughs> so now it's going to be third and nine for the Blue Devils. Winterhaven will send two receivers on the near side of the yeah, field. Stacked. A little stack formation. Quarterback in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Looking. Throws downfield. It's going to be caught at the 38-yard line. Did he stay in bounds? He did. Yeah, that, what a nice throw there by that quarterback and a catch. I mean, that was just good, good hand work, good footwork there on that one. Yeah, that's a perfect. It's a perfect angle for him to be able to throw, Mike, with his motion throwing to his right towards the boundary. He can get everything on that ball with that little sidearm motion that he's got. First Alva comes back in. First and ten for the Blue Devils at the Yellow Jacket thirty-eight yard line. Two receivers again stacked on the near side. And they're going to hand it off. Smothers again. Smothers breaks a tackle. We've got yeah. flags all over the place here as the Yellow Jackets are going to get flagged for a face mask. Yeah. It's going to be 15 yard or two guys. That, uh... Now we got to quit shooting ourselves in the foot like this. Well, that's what that's what uh, Coach Eaton said at, at the halftime. Yeah, we've been doing it all year, guys. And, and uh, uh, he didn't mean to do it. You just reach out and you're grabbing and you happen to hook a finger on that uh, face mask, and it'll 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 spin them, and it's certainly not intentional, but it but it does cost you. So they will march off the uh, 15 yard face mask penalty against the Yellow Jackets all the way down to the Bartow 18 yard line. No, check that the 20 yard line. First and 10, Winter Haven at the Yellow Jacket 20. Two receivers on the near side of the field. One man in motion resets in a little slot. And the quarterback has the ball. He's going to hand it to Smothers. Right up the middle he goes. Smothers driving people down to the 12-yard line. Yeah, that time he got to the second level. And uh, Clark was able to get a body on him, but wasn't when he his feet were dragging when he got hold of him. So he was able to drag him two or three more yards down the field. Uh, still, Clark saved a touchdown right there. Second and two for the Blue Devils. Two receivers in a stacked formation on the near side of the field. The quarterback again in the shotgun. Smothers standing right next to him. Here's the snap. Handoff. Smothers. He hits the line of scrimmage and pushing people forward across the 10 down to about the 8. He's going to have a first down. It's a first down. You know, one thing that concerns me, I mean, I like the way this kid runs. I, I really do. But I'm just worried about the way he carries that ball. 
when he hits the line, he's kind of got it wrapped up. Just as soon as he kind of sees like an opening, he lets that ball loose, and he just carries it out there, I mean, where it could be very easily knocked loose. Well, he needs to do that one time right here, right now. First and goal for the Blue Devils at the Bartow 8-yard line. Power formation. Yeah, they. I mean, they've had success at running, so... Quarterback up under center. Eye formation behind him. Here's the snap. And the ball is on the ground. Oh, now it is on the ground. Bird's got it. Quavion Bird with a recovery. Oh, that's so big. That is huge, but they're fighting in the bottom, guys. They're they're fighting all over the place. My money's on Bird. I I would believe that, too. My money ain't on officials. Oh, my gosh. They're going to give it back to Winter Haven. Give it back to Winter Haven. My goodness. The ball was bobbled. It looked like a mis-exchange between the quarterback and the running back. Then the running back looked like he had it, but again, he really couldn't put it away. And he got popped. Mike, did did you did you see the scramble for the ball? Did he did he get control of that ball? It it, it did look like he had it, and uh, you know, a couple of Winter Haven guys went up underneath on the side and just kind of dove underneath. And I I would never believe that somebody would have wrestled that ball away from Bird. Yeah. But you look at this front line of Winter Haven. I mean, they're they're pretty stout guys too. So they're going to lose a yardage only back to the six uh, to the fourteen rather fourteen, and the Winter Haven wants to call a timeout. Hmm. That's the end of the quarter. Excuse me, that's the end of the quarter. Oh well, we don't like that. So it'll be uh, second and goal for the Blue Devils when we uh, get started in the fourth quarter. It's coming up next. You're listening to uh, the score: Bartow seven, Winter Haven nothing. You're listening to the regional quarterfinals. Here on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourLawn.com. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. Welcome back to Victory Field here on the campus of Southeastern University, the regional quarterfinal matchup between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Winter Haven Blue Devils. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing, but Winter Haven now with a second and goal from the 15-yard line. Winter Haven's two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Now they'll empty the backfield. Quarterback all alone. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. He's under a lot of pressure. He goes backwards. Bird's got oh, the ball. ball's on the ground again. And this time we Bartow's got Bartow's ball. That's got to be Bartow's ball. Favion Bird with the pressure causing the turnover, and Yellow Jackets recover at the 20. Yeah, that looked like a big body on that football again, too. I wonder who that is. That's uh, Bruce. That's Bruce. Bruce. That time there was no debate. And and Bird right up the middle oh. of the pressure on the quarterback. Wow. Bird is already signed and going to Central Michigan. And, A Chippewa. Uh, yeah. Woo. They will be getting a, 
A Excellent. fine young man and a good football player for sure. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets from their own 20-yard line. K.J. Valentine will go up under center. Eye formation behind him. Glover is the deep back. Here's the snap, and they're going to toss it to Glover on a little sweeper on the right side. Glover hops over one player down to the 24-yard line. Yeah, nothing, nothing fancy about that. Just a lead block ahead of ahead of him, and he gets uh, close to three yards. We're in the fourth quarter now, eleven thirty and counting. Bar two in front, seven to nothing. Second and seven for the Yellow Jackets. You can hear Eden on on Mike's mic. Encouraging his offense to hurry up. Yep, and the arms are swinging. Here's the snap. They get it underway. K.J. Valentine, quarterback keeper, bounces to the outside, running around the right end, and K.J.'s going to be a yard short, Mike? Yeah, he's going to be a couple of yards couple short of yards. there, guys. Yeah, but uh, still good, good positive yards, keeps the ball inbounds. Yeah, th- three, four yards of play. You take those all day long. Yeah, keep the clock running and uh, – Moves the sticks uh, four or five times and take five, six minutes off this field, off, off the clock. Add another seven to it. Mm-hmm. Third. Three, at least three. <laughs> Third and three here for the Jackets. Everybody in tight on this play. Here's the snap. Little Wildcat, direct snap, handoff up got the it. middle, and he's got a first down at the 35. Guys, I'm going to tell you, I'm just standing right here on that line of scrimmage this time, and Winter Haven is definitely just stripping at that ball. Yeah, they've got they got to pull everything out of the hat at this point. Yeah, they are they are definitely ripping. They don't know how many more chances they're going to get with the football. So first and ten for the Yellow Jackets. A lot of teams work on that uh, stripping the ball. Nowadays, you've got the I don't know if you do it so much in high school, but you see these pros and college kids punching the ball. Spot the ball at the Yellow Jacket 35-yard line. First and 10, Bartow. They have the lead, 7-0. We're in the fourth quarter. K.J. Valentine under center, and everybody flinches. Looks like Winter Haven. Oh, it's going to get against Bartow. Almost looked like the defensive player and the Bartow player both jumped at the same time. Yeah. So that'll back up Bartow by 5. First and 15 now from the 30-yard line. Jackets back under center. Eye formation behind the quarterback, Valentine. Here's the snap. Handoff, Glover. Tries to bounce it to the outside. And the defense for Winter Haven stacks up that line of scrimmage. Maybe gets one. It'll be third down. Yeah, and the defense is really piling on like you talked about, Mike. They're doing uh, – they're not just making tackles. They're going in there and – doing everything in their power. Yeah, exactly. It'll be second down, second and 14 here for Bartow. We're under nine minutes to play in the ball game. Yellow Jackets in front, nine to nothing. K.J. Valentine will go up under center. Eye formation behind him. Glover's the deep back. Here's the snap. And now... Valentine rolls out. He throws it. He's got his receiver on the far side of the field, knocked out of bounds. That was uh, Williams. 
Or is that Butler? Uh, it's Williams. Williams, number Chase 11. Gets, a lot of, gets all the penalty yards back and some. Yeah, so it's, it's third and six, third and manageable. And uh, he stayed inbounds, and that keeps the clock rolling. Third and six here for the Yellow Jackets. Timeout on the field. Hey, football fans, the best games are yet to be played. Make your plans to attend the high school football state championship games. The intense action takes place at Ken Riley Field at Bragg Memorial Stadium in Tallahassee, December 7th through the 9th. Come out and watch the best in Florida high school football play. Visit FHSAA website for more, uh, dot com for more information. FHSAA.com for more information. See the game the other night, the Bengals and the Bills, mm-hmm. and Ken Riley's family was recognized yeah. on the field uh, for his induction into the Hall of Fame yeah. at that ceremony. So it was nice to see the family there yeah. back in Cincinnati where he played his entire NFL career. Yeah, it's very special, but, uh, you know, it came so late. It, yes. it came way too late, and uh, uh, Ken Riley uh, just a hero and, and, a, and a guy I got to watch play and, and – uh, tells how old i am but uh it still uh, was just such a joy to watch him play and man he was an incredible defensive back galva's back in the game third and six here for the yellow jackets barto with the ball at their own 39 yard line here's the snap and it's going to be a quarterback draw up the middle goes kj valentine he's got a first down oh all, yeah all eyes on galva and he pulls it He's going to do the jet sweep, and he pulls the ball and races straight up the field and gets another first down, and that keeps that will, clock running. Yeah, keep, you can take another two minutes off the clock. 8.25 and counting here in the ballgame. Yellow Jackets in front, 7 to nothing. Galva with a big 79-yard touchdown run to start the second half. And Barter just chewing up clock on this drive following the defensive takeaway. Their third of the night. Everybody in tight. Here's the snap. Handoff. Glover. Glover up the middle. Glover's got some room. And Glover with a nice run into Winter Haven territory down to the 45. And your wife, Kim. Uh, yep. How's she doing? Yeah, she's telling me how old I am. I appreciate that, Kimmy, very much. We 60. Won't, we won't talk about that, though. 60. Yeah, 60. Mm. Second and three. For the blue, for the Yellow Jackets at the Blue Devil forty-five yard line. I got my Medicare card today. Well, you're an old man. I know, right? Your manicure card? Med- Medicare. Oh, I thought you said you got your manicure card Medicare. today. Medicare and a pedicure. Take, take the wax out, years. <laughs> Everybody in tight on this second down play. Here's the snap. Handoff. Glover again. He's wrapped up in the backfield oh, no, no. and he's thrown for a loss. Yeah, and he was. He had that both arms around that football, and he's like he's. Like, throws his arms up in the air to the official like, what? Because they blew the whistle and they drug him back another five yards and threw him down. So it'll be third down for the Yellow Jackets at the 46 of Winter Haven. Third and third and four. Oh, third and three. We'll call it third and three. I like that better. Clock continues to run. 6.50 left in the ballgame. Eden may have to call another timeout if they've got any type of motion in this. Big third down conversion needed here for the Yellow Jackets. We're counting down under five seconds. Here's the snap. And Valentine wants to throw. Looking downfield. Looking, looking. He'll sling it. 
And it's going to be intercepted at the 20-yard line. Oh, my goodness. Intercepted. Oh, my goodness. Haven with a return across the 30-35, now brought down at the 37-yard line. I saw what Valentine was doing, and I I appreciated what Valentine was doing, but he – he rolls out to his right. He's trying to look for the the tight end in the flat. And he sees the receiver. I believe that was Galva going across the middle, 30 yards down the field. He tries to throw it back across the field and underthrew it. And you get a pick. And now Winter Haven's got momentum. And we've got another jacket down. I believe that's the other Williams is that's down. Jason. Now. Jason Williams is down, being attended to now oh, by the training staff. We don't need he that. He could have probably run that ball for a first down. Stops the clock at 6.18 to play here in the ballgame. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Bartow just threw an interception. That's their fourth turnover of the ballgame for the Yellow Jackets. <sighs> and again, we're going to rely on that uh, Yellow Jacket defense to, to hold fast here. Jason Williams is now on his feet and uh, not putting hardly any weight at all on that right leg as he's being helped off the field. These are big, big, big time players for the Jackets that are being helped off the field. Fortunately, Galvo was able to come back. And now both Williams boys. Nope. Uh, There's seven. Jadon's back on the field, too. So we're lucky. All righty, here we go. First and ten for the Winter Haven Blue Devils. At their own 38-yard line, first and 10. Two receivers to the near side. Single receiver on the far side of the field. Quarterback in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Handoff, smothers, and he's caught in the backfield. He's going to lose three or four yards. Big number nine. Oh, don't, don't. Davis, we haven't called his name tonight, and Davis with a big play catches him in the backfield, and that's going to be a loss of about three or four yards. You know, it's definitely one thing you can say about this jacket defense. They they just haven't given up. They've just they stuck their nose to the ground and they've kept the push going. Yeah, I think we had about two games after the Lakeland game where they weren't in sync, but ever since then they've been playing jacket defense. Well, well, unfortunately, we saw some division. It seemed like we saw some sort of divide within the team, and then it seems like now they've kind of come back together and meshed. Second and thirteen for the Blue Devils quarterback in the shotgun. Here's the snap. They set up a little wide receiver screen, and as soon as he Dude. caught the ball, he just, Galva wrapped him up, and then Williams cleaned him up. Yeah, and Galva was fixing to body slam him, but Williams comes in and body slams them both. They're going to lose another few yards on that. It's going to be third down and about 17. Hey, hey, hey. Third and 16, we'll call it. There's a party next door. Yeah, now the coaches are really animated over here, the Bartow coaches, and rightfully so. They are applauding their little hearts out for the Yellow Jacket defense right now. All right, third and 15. I think you're in four-down territory here, guys. Three receivers on the near side. Quarterback drops back, throws. He lost one down the field. It's going to be another spectacular deflection by the Yellow Jackets. Beautiful job by Galva as he's able to catch up with his speed, jumps up in the air, 
and tips the ball out of the way. That was six points, guys, that he just stripped away from Winter Haven. Yeah, absolutely. And he was he was beat. He was beat right from the beginning, and he, he actually made that ground up on the open. And now Winter Haven's going to have to punt this ball. 4.41 left in the ball game. They could have. I would have thought they would have tried to get something short and make it two-down territory, but um, they're, uh, they've got to punt this ball. Bartow with so much momentum. And you can see Time. a lot of the Winter Haven kids with their hands on their hips. They're frustrated. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. Oh, I'm sorry. Today, it's uh, more important than ever to have a banking relationship you can rely on at Citizens Bank and Trust. We have a long-standing history of looking out for your future. We are local bankers here for you, your family, and your business. 100 years and counting. We are Citizens Bank and Trust. We are proud to be your bank, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. And uh, tomorrow's Veterans Day, guys, and I want to give a shout-out to all the veterans uh, that serve our, our country our great country, and, and uh, uh, every one of them are heroes. You know, the ones that don't make it home are real heroes, but all of them that put on the uniform are. And the veteran on, on our crew, Mr. Mike. Absolutely. Oh, probably yeah. Mike probably served the United States Marine Corps. Sure did. Which, which was our birthday, birthday day. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, well, Winterhaven calls a timeout from the water break, so there's another timeout on the field. 441 left in the ball game. See if we can get a score update here for you real quick. Our friend uh, Josh Palmer is chiming in. Let's see. Oh, Big Mitch Murphy he's talking about. (laughs) Are we good? Coaching it up. I hear you, Josh. Leesburg in front of Auburndale, 29-19. Booker over Fort Meade, 33-9. It is Lemon Bay, 39. Frostproof, 7. Lake Mineola, 35, Haines City, 14. Lake Wales over Gulf, 42-20. to 20. Lakeland rolling over Mitchell, 49-17. to 17. So it looks like Lakeland will advance, and Lakeland will play the winner of this ballgame next Friday night over at Bryant Stadium. Should Bartow hold on, it'll be our second trip this year to Bryant Stadium. He put one man back, and everybody else is playing defense, and they're not. They're hunt. going after it. They're going after it. It is a fake. They throw it downfield, and it's going to be picked off by the Yellow Jackets. I don't, uh, I'd have just knocked it down. Yeah, it would have been down. better off. But in that situation, you're, it, it, you, you, lose, you lose your mind a little bit. You've got the opportunity for an interception. you got to remember he's, he's a 16, maybe 17-year-old kid. You got a chance to make that pick. You make that pick. We would have been much better off if he just knocks it down. But uh, hey, that's one of the record books for him. You know, it was Jadon Williams with the pick right at midfield. They're actually going to spot it on the Bartow side, about the forty-eight. Oh uh, yeah, Bartow's ball, first and ten. A little surprised Winter even tried the fake there. No, no. Scoreboard shows Winter even has one timeout left. The scoreboard shows Bartow has all three of their timeouts left. So here we go, 4.34 left in the ballgame. Tight formation. Everybody in close for the Yellow Jackets. K.J. Valentine will go up under center. Glover is the deep back. He's actually not very deep, maybe just three yards behind Williams 
or Valentine, rather. Here's the handoff, and Glover with a nice little seam. He's going to rip off about five or six yards. Yeah, a lot of running backs, they don't like that. Uh, they they like to be that seven yards off where they can get a good read on a hole. But him being so close to the line, he is just kind of climbing through his uh, his between his guard and his tackle and uh, getting some good positive yardage. So give him five on the play, second and five for the Yellow Jackets, now in Winter Haven territory at the 47-yard line. Turn that clock up. Just under four minutes to play. K.J., hands on his hips, watching the referee in the back. Yeah. Referee signals five seconds. He starts counting. K.J. goes under center. Same formation. Everybody in close. And Bartow jumps. Yeah, Williams jumped the tight end. That'll be five yards on a procedure call against Bartow. Oh, start. And that does stop the clock at 3.41 to play. Seven minutes after 10 o'clock, 75 degrees. They should wind this clock. Once the ball is set. Yep. And there it goes. Okay, good. KJ looks to the sideline for this second down call. Back to the original line of scrimmage. So second and 10 for Bartow. Clock continues to run. Referees counting down the last five seconds of the play clock. Valentine. Got to get a timeout. Got to get a timeout. Under center. And they're going to toss it to Glover. Glover with a nice move out on the outside. Glover still on his feet, dragging players across the 40, across the 35, and now pushing across the 30. It was the brotherly shove to the 27. (laughs) Flag here at the 49-yard line, guys. Flag at the 49. Oh, Oh, no. And... What a run by Glover. And it, oh, like it might no. be coming back. Oh, it's against Winter Haven. Personal foul against Winter Haven. Personal foul against Winter Haven. Those that have been tacked that on. 15 to it. A personal and, foul against the Blue Devils. Uh, guys, number 77, uh, Butler. Quincy Butler. Had his helmet off. And so, again, somebody with a hands to the face or grabbed his helmet and threw it off. So add 15 yards to the end of Glover's uh, incredible run. Butler has to come off for a play, but we can get it first down without scoring two. It is first and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the 13-yard line of Winter Haven. Far two in front, 7 to nothing. less than three minutes to play in the ballgame. K.J. Valentine under center. The biggest fullback in Poe County is Quavion Bird. Behind him is Glover. Here's the snap. Toss sweep to Glover. Glover around the corner, and he gets down uh, maybe one or two yards. Guys, I don't know if you saw Bird come through there that time, but he just took that back and just pushed him about seven yards off. (laughs) And Glover's not just a lot of size. He's got some speed, too. Oh, yeah, he's got a lot of speed. Whenever he's able to to display it if he's not getting hit right at the line of scrimmage. He can really blow through and showed a lot of power on that last run, too. Second and nine for the Yellow Jackets. Why is the referee joining the huddle? Yeah, he came in and spoke to 77 there. Two minutes left in the ball game. Clock runs. Bartow in front, seven to nothing. Everybody in tight on the second down play. Here's the snap. 
Glover with the handoff. He tippy-toes across the line of scrimmage, and Glover's down inside the 10 to the 9-yard line. A little worried they might have got Bird. He got set real late. Third and five. Timeout called by Bartow. Winter Haven. Oh, excuse me, Winter Haven. That's their final timeout. Final timeout. Well, tomorrow, Bruce, let me see here. Um, Florida plays LSU. Uh, but our buddy Andy over there has got a game going on tonight. Andy's a big Miami Hurricane fan. Mm-hmm. They play the Florida State Seminole, Neil Duncan's Florida State Seminoles, mm-hmm. as we like to call them, uh, at Doak Campbell Stadium. Mm-hmm. So, uh, One of the few times I'll be pulling for Miami. <laughs> One of the very few times. And uh, LSU will be taking on the Gators a little later. Mm-hmm. That's good. That could be uh, – It could get ugly. Yeah. I'm going to end up having to buy my boss lunch. We have a standing bet. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Give a shout-out to Andre Link and his family. He played he played football, basketball, and track. And then his two sons, Chris and Devin, they played Bartow football. Okay. What's his last name? Link, Andre Link. Andre and Lisa Link. Third and five for the Yellow Jackets. At the Winter Haven nine-yard line. I don't know what Valentine's waiting on now. He's got no clock. Doesn't need to worry. Valentine up under center. And now a flag comes in. This is going to be a procedure call against the Yellow Jackets. (sighs) How do you do that coming out of time Mm. now? Five-yard march off against the Yellow Jackets will make it. Don't you have 25 seconds after a timeout? Yeah. But that was a that was a illegal procedure. That wasn't a delay a game. Guys, I got a score update for you. Fort Meade seventeen, Sarasota Booker thirty three. Two minutes left. Mm. Following the penalty is going to be third down and eleven now for the Yellow Jackets. If anything, I'm running this to the left, and I'm going to put it in the middle of the field. Here's the snap. Handoff. Glover. And Glover is... Oh, my goodness. Glover ran right into the back of everybody and just bounced backwards to the 15-yard line. And now there's another scrum at the 15. Hope he's all right. The 10-yard line. They're pulling people off each other, finally separating the players. Glover took a wicked hit. He sure did. It was almost like he went in with his head and... And he just bounced back and went down. I was really worried for just a second. Mike's uh, phone is going off. Yeah. One minute left of that game, guys. So it looks like Booker's going to come out ahead of Fort Meade. Timeout on the field. 104 left in the ball game. What's the deal? Why are the officials huddling? Oh, Bartow called a timeout? I think Bartow needed to cool some people down a little bit. Speaking of college football... Tomorrow, right here on this very radio station, a little college football action for you. Um, Penn State up at Happy Valley, Beaver Stadium. They're going to be hosting the uh, Michigan Wolverines, who I guess will be without their head coach tomorrow on the sidelines. Oh, Harbaugh was handed some suspensions for, the I guess, the last, next three games. Yeah. that's Yeah, he's a bad boy. So, uh, yeah, Michigan and Penn State tomorrow. Uh, pre-game show starts at 11.30, kickoff right around noon, so tune in uh, for that if you out and about. It's a, they got too many men on the field, guys. There's a lot of winter even Blue Devils on the field. So many men on the There's field. the flag. Can't There's make, another. Can't make these mental mistakes. Look at this. 
Yeah, it looks like about 15 people on yeah, the field. Yeah, exactly. Illegal substitution against the Yellow Jackets. There's a lot of folks on the field. Another five yards. 55 seconds in counting, or 55 seconds here left in the ball game. Well, the good thing about it is it gives him a better angle. The further back the ball is, the better angle he's got. And um, now Eden is going to call a timeout. Bartow will take another 55 timeout. seconds. But this 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 is a ball game right here. I mean, if he makes this, this could very well be the ball game. Mike, it's a final. Sarasota Booker 33, Fort Meade 17. Mm. That is a final. I put time back on the clock. He wants one, one fifteen on the clock. Another final tonight. Leesburg, a winner over Auburndale, twenty nine to nineteen. Lemon Bay leads Frostproof, thirty nine to seven. Looks like Lemon Bay will advance. Mineola looking like they'll get a win tonight over Haines City. <clears throat> the Polk County teams just took a beat tonight. Lake Wales gets a win over Gulf tonight, and Lakeland a winner. I say winner. Their time is about two minutes to go in each of those games, and they're they're well ahead. All right, so a field goal attempt from Mullis. That's what you get Jason paid Mullis. for right here, big boy. Spot the ball down to the 27-yard line, a 37-yard field goal attempt. Here's the hold. The kick is going to be blocked. Picked up by the... Winter Haven Blue Devils at the 34-yard line with 110 left in the ballgame. They, they stacked up the right side. Uh, their right side would be, be the left side of Bartow's offensive line, and they had seven guys on that side of the football, and they just swarmed over them and able to get penetration. I mean, he had no chance to get that ball off. Winter Haven now with no timeouts left in the ballgame, trailing by seven. Winter Haven will take over first and ten. They didn't tell Eden they changed the clock, and now he's very yeah, that upset. Wasn't, I don't, that wasn't Coach Eden complaining about that. I think uh, that was another coach. Okay. He didn't see them set the clock back up to 115. Well, they, needed, they need to tell the coach when they do that. Well, that wasn't Coach Eden, though. Oh, okay. I, mean, I think they made it clear to Coach Eden, but there was a, another coach down on the sideline that wasn't aware that, that they had put time back on the clock. First and 10 for Winter Haven at their own 35-yard line. Oh, boy. One ten left in the ballgame. They got to throw it. Hell batter going on here. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. The running back, Smothers, standing next to the quarterback. He drops back. He wants to throw under some pressure. He's flushed out of the pocket and slings it into the Bartow bench. And it's picked by one of the defensive coaches. It'll be second and ten. Another final tonight, Lake Wales 56 and the Gulf Buccaneers 20. Bird, Martin, and Davis all with the pressure on that last play. Stops the clock with 102 to play in the ball game. Bartow seven, Winter Haven nothing. Winter Haven with the ball and a second and ten at their own 35-yard line. Quarterback will drop back in the shotgun. He's going to send three receivers on the far side of the field, single receiver on the near side. They do have a back. Here's the snap. And they're going to set up a little screen, and 
is going to be, oh, and the receivers fell down. You know what I think that was? I think they were trying to do a double pass, but he threw that forward. Yes. And the guy went, he was going to cut back to throw the ball and fell down. So That's exactly what happened. Carter on the reception, so the clock runs 40 seconds to play in the ballgame. Now it's third and 17 for Winter Haven. Trips to the near side. Here's the snap. Quarterback drops straight back. He'll throw it into triple coverage. It's going to be intercepted. Hampton with the ball to the 40-yard line. The Jackets were tonight. (laughs) That's four picks in the last four games. Hampton with the interception. So now you just have to sit on the ball. That's a ball game. game. 25 seconds. If you can snap, get the snap and hold, uh, you know, the snap to the quarterback. Got some good good sportsmanship by a couple of Winter Haven players going and giving Bird a big hug. Well, wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> well, uh, well, well, Bird's been hugging everybody all night. Yeah. <laughs> the Jackets uh, on the verge here of snapping a four-game losing streak. One, one good snap, one good hold, and one good knee. That's all we need. First and ten for Bartow at the at their own thirty-six yard line. Eleven players on the field. KJ Valentine in tight. Everybody in tight. Victory formation for Bartow. Twenty-five seconds. Here's the snap and to the knee. That's, and the, that's ball the ball game. Ball game. The Yellow Woo! Jackets are going to win a playoff game for the uh, first time in a hundred years. Seems like forever. Seven to nothing. The Yellow Jackets pitch a shutout tonight over the Winter Haven Blue Devils. This is the first time since I've been doing the show that they made it past this round. Well, we we played a lot of tough teams too, but uh, this is this is huge. I mean, it's just so huge for the the first year head coach. Uh, can't even describe how big this is for Coach Eden. And Coach Eden is the first one out there on the on the handshaking line at the 50-yard line. Triple zeros on the scoreboard. Bartow 7 and Winter Haven nothing. The Yellow Jackets advance to next week's regional semifinals to take on the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Stand by. We'll be back to recap this game for you. This has been the regional quarterfinals here on WBF. Pilot One of Bartow is proud to be a sports booster and invites you to join their team. Check out careers at PilotOne.com to learn more about the opportunities in this outstanding company with over 30 years of experience. Pilot One is an equal opportunity employer. You'll always get great prices at Budget You Pull of the Bartow. Here's Craig. We have starters for $20, alternators for $20, AC compressors for $31, every door is $55, and motors are $200. Budget You Pull it, Highway 60 East. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Chase him down, Mike. You got him. I'm sure he's going to want to be with the team. I know it. Yellow Jackets win tonight 7 to nothing over the Winter Haven and the Blue Devils in the regional quarterfinals in Class 4S. 
We're going to get some post game comments here from uh, Coach Eden. But, oh, we uh, do have the half uh, half hour half time uh, post game show uh, that Tom always <laughs> enjoys. So we got plenty of time to get to him. But I tell you what, uh, we got uh, all season long. We've been hyping this defense. And it was a defense that came up with big play after big play after big play after big play. Uh, we got one, you know, huge play out of the offense, and that was all we needed tonight. And uh, fortunately, and uh, Galvo with the with the big offensive play, but man, that defensive line was just incredible again tonight. There was at least three or four opportunities where Winter Haven had a very short field. And they either fumbled it or they lost it on downs or they missed a field goal at one point. Yeah. So uh, just kudos to that defense, which has been the backbone and the heart of this team all year long. Just an incredible job from the uh, Yellow Jacket defense. Bartow wins 7 to nothing. Other winners tonight, Booker over Fort Meade, 33-17. Leesburg a winner over Auburndale, 29-19. Lake Wales a winner tonight over Gulf. 56 to 20. Lakeland is now official. It's a winner. Lakeland wins 49 to 17 over Mitchell. So Bartow will be at Lakeland next Friday night for the regional semifinals in a rematch of uh, of that game as well. A week seven game from last from uh, this year over at Bryant Stadium. Our second trip over there this year. Our buddy uh, Daniel Pate uh, chiming in. He's He's probably out there hunting somewhere, and uh, he says go toe, and Pat Pittman and Josh Palmer are also uh, giving kudos uh, to this football team tonight and very well-deserved. Jackets and the cheerleaders all arm-in-arm on the far side of the field line as the Bartow High School Marching Band plays the alma mater. A final tonight, Lake Mineola 35 and Haines City 16. Mm-hmm. Uh about what we expected there. And if you didn't hear the score from last night, uh, Bishop Vero, the team from Miami, the Vikings, uh, 47-16 to over Mulberry. What? Mulberry got beat? 47-6. Coach, Holy did you know cow. that? Coach Peavy, if you're still up, did you did you realize oh, that? Oh, he's snoring by now. Mike is uh, is anxiously stalking. There Coach, you there you go, Mike. Congratulations, Coach. You, District win tonight. First round playoff win tonight. Congratulations. Hey, listen, proud of these boys. And hey, congrats to Winter Haven. They're a great team. They're well coached. Coach White's a great coach. They got great coach. They got great players. Our boys fought hard and won. And you know what? They were extra motivated because, you know, somehow we beat them twice and we weren't the district champs. So they wanted this one extra bad. And, and there you go. And all, hey, first off and foremost, all, all glory to God and to these young men. They've played so hard and worked so hard. And we're just so thankful we get to have another opportunity to earn another 48 minutes to play. Absolutely. One thing that I've really noticed, Coach, that's turned around in the last game or two was I've actually seen this team come together. I was seeing a little bit of division for some reason, and I know we had talked about that, but what did it take to really pull this team together to make them believe in themselves that they could put this back together like they did? Well, hey, first off, you know, champions are not made through easy. Champions are made through tough and adversity. And when they lose, you know, it really gave us an opportunity to look inside ourselves and say, hey, where are we? You know, what do we want to do? Who do we want to be? And, and I think our boys had a great opportunity to respond. And guess what? We played a great schedule down the second half. We played a state champion, a regional finalist, and a state champion. And we played them tough. So I knew, hey, that's preparing us for games like this. And now we get an opportunity to do it again. Absolutely, absolutely. So, hey, I'll let you get down with that team. Congratulations. Celebrate with them. Let's put it in the books. Glory to Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Coach. 
I'm really proud for that young man, uh, Mike. Uh, he's, he's coming here, and uh, they did face a lot of adversity, and and they did put it back together, and and they they won the game that they had to win, and uh, now it's on uh, to Lakeland next week, and uh, Lakeland is a beatable football team, and uh, if uh, if we step in there with the defense we did today. We've got uh, every bit of a chance of walking out of there to, uh, next week as well. Well, and it's like you said. I mean, yeah, Lakeland put the points on the board tonight, but Lakeland's what they were seat number one, right? Mm-hmm. So they play seat number eight. You know, unfortunately, like Fort Meade to be in seat number two, and I'm sure Sarasota was probably seven or eight or something like that. But Booker brought it to them. They sure did. Well, one more week, guys, at least. Oh yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm I'm very excited and and uh, just, uh, like I said, I'm just happy for that uh, uh, coach Eden and and his entire coaching staff. Uh, he's put a great coaching staff together and and proud of all those guys and just really happy for him. We want to say a special thank you uh, to all the folks here at Southeastern University, their staff and administration, for uh, their assistance in uh, the broadcast uh, tonight and being very very gracious host. Uh, for tonight. Hope you can join us again next Friday night. Hey, Yellow Jackets got another game taking on the Lakeland Dreadnoughts in the regional semifinals from Bryan Stadium next Friday night. I'm going to say kickoff right now is either 7 or 7.30, depends on it's probably going to be 7.30, so we'll be on there around 7 o'clock. I want to say thank you to uh, Bruce and Andy and Mike and Tom back at the studio. I'm Jeff. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast final score. Bartow 7, Winter Haven nothing. Good night, everybody. This is Jordan Kelly of Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we're Polk County's number one Buick dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management, Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow, Pallet One of Bartow, SR Wright and Company, by Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance, Keith Spray Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It, the parts you need when you need them, by Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, Widden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130, WBF.